So we were we were just talking about diazepam and how it makes you a better sniper. Yeah. So it, I'm going to have this energy drink, and it's uh, <laughs> the opposite. It's going to have the opposite effect. I'm it's going to make be, you a worse sniper, and yeah. maybe get motion sick while in a truck. Yeah. This is uh, the Low Life Podcast, the only podcast that roots for drone sniping because, fucking, frankly, I can't do it. Um. <laughs> Only you can ops. prevent drones. Right. Please do. I am a coin op. Same here with Shadow Link. Hey. Scum. Hi. And we got we got we got some shit for you today. Like we are recording two episodes today, but you're only going to hear this one uh, until next week. And because uh, I went out of control again. So uh, we're just going <laughs> to isolate that. I'm, I'm taking kind of a background on this episode. We are talking about some cool shit and some super dumb shit. Um, let's, you know, Shadow Link. We should probably start with the cool shit, right? Let's do yeah. the cool shit. Yeah. Right. People, right. are, well, pe- people are busy, you know, they might be listening to us at work or on a commute and stuff. And yeah. if they're just putting us on, they'd probably rather hear about this. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a good, uh, good jumping off point. Uh, right. You can get angry when you get home, wherever you are. Yeah. Hold off the yeah. blood rage until later. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, back to, uh, Doing my monthly entertainment roundup. And, <laughs> yeah. So in books this month, we've got, uh, we have Tech Noir, The Art of James Cameron, which, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory. Comes out December 14th. Is it about uh, submarines and sunken boats? Uh, well, it's just kind of about, I mean, obviously James Cameron's. Yeah. Apparently he uh, he made like concept art i don't know if it's his concept art or if it's uh or if it was made by someone else but um tech noir it uh collects his stuff from um the terminator mm. uh aliens titanic mm. for some reason and avatar well the real world tech for titanic is about a thousand times more impressive than like the movie Yes, because <laughs> it's oh, not yeah. like you don't know how it ends, right? Like you fucking, it's just been part of the cultural zeitgeist forever. But like, yeah, those subs they made to actually go down and get that shit, like the whole story of finding yeah. the Titanic in the first place, is fucking nuts. I think they yeah. were looking for a sunken like nuclear submarine, and then they were like, oh, hey, by the way, um, oh, here's the Titanic. Okay, yeah, really. <laughs> well, I mean, they were they were saying they were going to look for the Titanic, but there was also a submarine that had sunken that they couldn't say that out loud. So they're like, yeah, we're going to go build this shit and go look for the Titanic. And then they were like, yeah, we found the submarine, but we also found the fucking Titanic. And, you know, like, <laughs> I didn't know that about like, they're looking for like a lost submarine. Like, I think there was, I remember hearing something about that. I please don't quote me on it or nothing. Like just see if it's real and tell me whether I'm right or wrong in the discord. Cause I'm, that's like my kink. Anyway, 
Anyways, so this is a quote from Cameron himself. He says, Tech Noir represents my full creative journey from schoolbook sketches inspired by my voracious consumption of sci-fi novels through to fully rendered pieces of concept art for The Terminator, Aliens, and Avatar. It also features never-before-seen imagery from my unmade sci-fi epic Xenogenesis, along with theatrical posters I painted for B-movie studios to help pay the rent when I was trying to land my first directing gig. Okay, so this is all uh, James Cameron's art. Shit, I didn't, I didn't know that he he was at, like... That's not too hard to believe. Learned, yeah, I yeah. mean, learning That's... new things about James Cameron all the time, I feel like, man, that yeah. is a... He's a, yeah. he's a maniac. Yeah, he's a maniac. Yeah, he is. That's well, cool, you know, you know, like uh, fucking Fury Road had no script; it was all just storyboards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's not unheard of. And yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I'd be really interested to see some of these early sketches for the movies of his that I liked. Oh, yeah. Does he have anything for fucking True Lies? If not, uh, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. Anyways, he says, the illustrations are accompanied by raw commentary and stories about my early life that I've never told before, some of which even surprised me. So, yeah. uh, so does that mean you're making it up? Uh, I guess. Did you <laughs> say roll out of like an acid trip and he's like, guys, I just learned like repressed memories about myself. What, what do we need to do? We need to do an art book, Cameron. When I was in first, when I was in first grade, I had a pet brontosaurus. Um, it would take... <laughs> It would take me to the frozen custard place, you know, like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as though as though James Cameron doesn't already have enough money, but sure. That that said, anyways, moving on. Also coming out December fourteenth is Cyber Mage by Saad Z Hossein, right. which sounds really fucking cool. Uh, welcome to Dhaka, Bangladesh, in twenty eighty nine, a city um, notorious sold. for it. Yeah, I mean, like. That's that's all you really need to know. Yeah, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm in. A city notorious for its extreme population density has found an unexpected way to not just survive a global climate acop- uh, apocalypse, but thrive. Pump enough biological nanotech into the neighborhood and all the bodies together form a self-sustaining and even temperate uh, microclimate. Of course, this means that millions of humans have to stay put in order to maintain a livable temperature and people are getting restless. All of the nanotech also has also led to some surprises. Certain people no longer need food or water, while others can live without functioning organs. Wow, so it's a, a you know metaphor for right now, where morons yeah. are making us stay home for fucking years. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Oh. So the mercenary, uh, <clears throat> I, I want to say it's Gibral, uh, has to, and I'm sorry if I butchered that pronunciation, has to carry a machete wherever he goes. Only a swift beheading can ensure the, got, the, the job gets done anymore. Gibral navigates the, the, the crowded streets, humans teeming with g- genetic mutations, looking for answers about what happened to the djinn, a magical super race of genies who seem to have disappeared or merged with humans for survival. What Gibral doesn't know is that, that his every move is being, set, uh, is being tracked by the infamous Cyber Mage, better known to his parents as Murzak, a privileged snarky teenager who regularly works for a Russian crime syndicate with a band of elite hackers like his best friend Reggie, who resides in North Africa's Fez free economic zone. This sounds good. Is it supposed to be funny? Because like kind of seems like it. I mean, I'm I'm vibing. Either way, I'm I'm fucking sold. I'm yeah, really. 
Respected, respected and feared online, Murzak is about to embark on one of his biggest challenges, attending high school in real life. But when he discovers, <laughs> when, but when he discovers a brand new type of AI operating on a dark web from the abandoned kingdom of Bahrain that he thought was just an urban myth, Murzak and Jibril will have to face the unimaginable in, in, in an already inconceivable world. In this laugh-out-loud, funny, and totally original new novel, Saad Z. Hossein continues his sin- signature genre mashup of science fiction and fantasy, challenging <laughs> and subverting everything previously imagined about our future and climate change. Oh, now, man, it's wait, like somebody like... What? Does does Bahrain still exist? Because I, I fucking distinctly remember playing Microprose's Stealth Fighter uh, <laughs> fucking flight sim on it and most of the there were a ton of missions over Bahrain. Hmm. I'm like I don't and honestly I haven't heard that name since like the 80s. That's fine. <laughs> like honest to god, it's one of those like things that you just suddenly find oh, wait, that's a yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, yeah. that country doesn't exist in it? So there's no Czechoslovakia. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. You know, like it's it's you know, it sneaks up on you if you're not paying yeah, attention. Yeah, we got absolutely. we got that American education. We're not we're not taught yeah. any other country fucking exists outside of our borders. <laughs> so, so from that description, I infer it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> what a gr- what a great description. Where can we uh, where can we get this from? Oh uh, well, I'm sure that it's online. Uh, that you can. Let's see. Hang on. Well, yeah. Again, it doesn't come out until December fourteenth. Uh, you oh, can get it. You can get it locally too. Um, oh, cool. They're they're printing it uh, physically, um, oh, so cool. you can probably okay. just find it pretty much wherever. Um, I would assume Dude, also as an ebook. Yeah, uh, probably. I, yeah. I'm sold just because, like, okay, you're describing how people were turning into plants. Yeah, yeah, they, and they, like, yeah. and but what's what's kind of got me hooked is this. Uh, this they're bringing back genies. Um, and the way mm-hmm. that they're described, I mean, I really like the idea of like turning a genie into essentially an artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, that I'm is also, I'd like, I'd like to make it trendy to, uh, carry a machete everywhere. It would be... <laughs> <laughs> That's your dream right there. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, the way the world's going, you know, uh, oh, fun, fun story. <laughs> I, uh, I stopped, I remember I, I stopped at like some hardware place and I bought one, uh, cause I needed it. Um, yeah. in case, and <laughs> in case. I, I, I had it in my backpack. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just I left the store and I was going to work. So mm-hmm. I, I go and I get on the I get on the train, and there's like, because this is you know this is Arlington. It's like we're basically this is where like the intelligence shit is. Yeah. Oh yeah. So suddenly there's these like Homeland Security dudes at the top of the escalator. <sighs> And they've got stuff, and I'm I'm like, what the fuck? And they're making people open all of their bags. Oh, no. and there's like, there's no warning up. Like, no, no, yeah. no, we didn't we didn't get a text or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the you? guys the guys opening the bag up, and I asked him, I was like, what the fuck are you guys looking for? And you know, knowing full well that that makes you like suspicious automatically. Yeah. But like, I didn't give a shit because I'm like, if they open that bag and see that machete, we're gonna have a conversation, and I yeah. don't want that. They never opened the bag; they just they were looking for bombs. Oh, okay. And yeah. I was like, well, I don't do that. I got I, here's my lighter. You know, it's the closest <laughs> thing I got. Yeah, here's my lighter. You got some WD forty. I mean, I was, I'm gonna, able to I was do some ask, damage. Arlington open carries carry city for machetes. Yeah, I, are you? 
That's a good question. I don't know. You're allowed to wander around with a machete because you can't do that in New York. The cops will like automatically like ventilate you with their automatic weaponry. (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah, Yeah, I was uh, gonna say like if they're stopping you for carrying a machete, what? Whereas (laughs) you know they don't stop people for carrying automatic rifles, then you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. What's the You'd point? be surprised, man. Cops are trained to like, like take you out first if you have a knife because it's assumed mm. that you know how to use it, and their body armor does. Like hint, hint for anyone, their body armor does not protect them against sharps. <laughs> it also doesn't cover their sides. Exactly. So, you know, like, <laughs> that's Very meant, like, you know, it's, it's yeah. meant to present a you know a block, not not a yeah, 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 not not like that weird shield in Dune. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so moving on to comics uh, this month, or well, actually, this was from last month. Um, Joy Operations by Brian Michael Bendis and oh. illustrated by Stephen Byrne. This is either uh, going to be I, very oh, okay. happy or it's going yeah. to be about some weird medical fetish. Well, I mean, it's Brian, <laughs> <laughs> it's Brian Michael Bendis, though, which, you know, I mean, oh, it's also coming out through uh, Dark Horse Comics. Um, cool. But yeah, so it's. I, I feel good about it so far. I, I like Ryan Michael Bendis's uh, writing. Yeah, uh, he did. He did some of them, the crime ones back in the day. Yeah, Goldfish and Jinx. Yeah, those, Jinx. those are really yeah. good. All right, um, yeah, all right. But anyways, uh, so fifty-five years from now, Joy is an envoy, a special agent of of one of the Jornando Trust. Trusts are corporate-owned cities that are the centerpieces of modern society. She writes wrongs for the trust. She is excellent. She carries a machete everywhere. (laughs) Hard on herself. Driven. Almost legendary in some parts. Until one day a voice pops in her head trying to get her to betray everything she ever believed. (laughs) And I did did look at the preview for this and it actually looks like it's going to offer something different uh, Mm. as far as a cyberpunk uh, um, comic book goes. So, yeah, I mean... uh, Looks pretty good. Uh, first issue was published on November 24th, so I'm assuming that the second is going to be uh, published on December 24th or something like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, and uh, Kickstarter. So, Cyberforce. Cyberforce from the 90s, which... Yeah. I remember yeah, that. Dude, Fuck. Part of yeah. the image. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think was this was the actually... one that had the guy with three arms. On yeah, one side and really cool. one arm on the other side. Yeah, yeah, that was like um Wildcats, which Warren Ellis yep. also like rebooted for a short period of time, which was really good, by the way. While yeah. his take on it was really good, but like, man, Image had some weird superheroes, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was know, awesome. The, the, it was great, but the problem with it was is that like within four or five issues of any of the teams, Wildcats, mm-hmm. any of them, they already beat the worst bad guy they could come up with. Yeah, and then they just would yeah. automatically start fighting each other. All right, and look, I never said just, that like Image knew what they were doing with the character. No, no. Uh, Savage Dragon was probably the only one that like just yeah, stayed great. rock solid and consistent the whole fucking time. Man, and Savage then there was Dragon, like, that was one that was like, God. well, it hasn't stopped. It's on its like 500 fucking issue or some that's shit. Good, com- like that's a weirdly like good comic about a green man. Yeah, just, it's like wow. Robocop except he's mutant. It's weird. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was um, great. It still is apparently. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the series, co-written and uh, illustrated by Mark Silvestri, who is one of the nice. founders mm-hmm. of uh, yep. of Image. Um, nice. He drew yeah. uh, Cyber Force. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so Silvestri's the bomb. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yep. it like his art looks like Rob Liefeld, but good. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, that's he knows accurate. how to draw hands and feet. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and he only has, he has a third of the pouches. So, yeah. you know, that's... <laughs> Yeah, so apparently this hasn't actually been reproduced since 1994. So this ah, is like, damn. so they oh. put up a Kickstarter campaign because that's that's where all the comics are nowadays is Kickstarter yep. or Indiegogo mm-hmm. or, you know, just because, you know, comic books don't actually make money, apparently. So no, they have no. to, in order to keep in order to keep the industry alive. We have to fund it ourselves. Yeah, it's like it's, so. it's like what Disney did yeah. with Marvel. Like the comics still come out, but they are all pretty much even if they're not following the storyline, they're all on the service of promoting the movies where yep. they make the money. Yeah, I really mean, it was hard. always kind of like that, but like Marvel wasn't great at making movies. Yeah. Like they only had like Blade. Well, who needs awesome. to do a creative well, endeavor when you're like owned by a fucking corporation would be difficult, you know? Well, yeah. like now you have well, to like, yeah, kickstart your own stuff because ain't no one else going to help you. And yeah, you don't that, get that you right. need to be already successful in order yeah. to write a comic. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm seeing so many, so many series that are written by people who are already like, well, who are either be. actors yeah. or like have yeah. written uh, for yeah. a major comic book like prolific already. series? Yeah, yeah. like they've been Keanu doing it says Berserk coming out or Berserker coming out. Berserker, yeah, I'll check yeah. it out. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. But yeah, yeah. so if you it's don't not know, tech war. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, Cyberforce is about a group of cybernetically enhanced resistance fighters on the run from the monolithic multinational conglomerate Cyberdata that created them. Say All cyber one more time. Say cyber. one more fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, and I forget what I was going to say after that. Oh, it's, uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fully funded, so you don't have to like. Cool, cool. Oh, of course. So you can and, just order it. Yeah, and well, um, and the they got like literally four times as much. As they needed for for this well, it was, thing, it was one of the better books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, like, like, yeah he like, had a he had a story arc going yeah. with the characters for a while before yeah. it just turned into devolved into big punch up baddies. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why they were like do, trying to do like new stuff with. Oh, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's happening. He's snorting oh. diazepam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, or domesticate or something. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I had to swallow. Vicks, I'm good. Need I'm some back. Vicks vapo rubbing, but there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I was trying to say. Oh, I was trying to say is like Image was trying is trying to do like new, were for a while like uh, trying to do new stuff like their old superhero lines, but like better. Like like uh, if you guys yeah. haven't oh, checked yeah, out no. Profit, Profit yeah. is yeah. one of the best sci-fi comics oh, like, yeah. ever made because yeah. it is yeah. so wild and weird, and it's a direct continuation of the one from will, the nineties. I will never be able to get that alien sex scene out of my head. <laughs> it's like out Conan and Conan the Barbarian. It's, it doesn't cool. even happen, but like, no, God, you it's just—it's it. so fucking terrifying. Yeah, well, you, you guys, guys you got <laughs> there, bud. Looks like guys, fucking. Uh, what's what's the name of that tiny alien? Um, and. Return of the Jedi. Uh, <laughs> salacious Crumb? Yeah, it was basically Salacious Crumb. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that was a great sci-fi series. Like uh, like I said, Warren, they gave uh, Warren Ellis to to kind of like re- redo Wildcats, but like mm-hmm. with more kids focus on like the weird government conspiracy shit that it was always about. And didn't, uh, didn't, didn't like the authority and stuff come out of that like uh, yes what was the other planetary oh God. planetary was fucking good jesus christ mm. that is so good yeah, yeah. planetary is good uh what else uh 
Yeah, I guess Cyber Force. I didn't know Savage Dragon was like still around, so it like never stopped. Yeah. That's something I'm gonna have to reinvent. Because guys, do you remember? Like, they, I don't have a cartoon for it. I remember. I grew up. I, I distinctly remember growing up with a Savage Dragon cartoon, and it was amazing. It was good for it. Only lasted what, like a season or two? Yeah, it only lasted a season. But I'm like, oh my god, this is like better than anything anyone else is putting out. Here, here's the funny thing is that when I found it out like some months ago, like I just happened to be scrolling through some shit and it just popped up. It's like, oh yeah, Savage Dragon's on. It's like four billionth episode or issue. And I was like, what? He never fucking stopped. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. Like, yeah, I got, I got what a dedication. That is dedication. Yeah. That is like one person writing the same book for 20 years or some so, shit. You know, like that's fucking nuts. So George R.R. R. Martin essentially hey man as long as they're having well fun. no because he's still producing like i don't yeah. know what the fuck martin's yeah. like oh yeah i'll put that six book out wait real quick we're gonna make a dead souls game yeah <laughs> really what the fuck man i'm looking forward to ender's ender what the fuck was it called ender's ring or something elden sure. ring elden ring yeah, elden yeah. Ring. i'm I, looking forward I'm, to that i'm looking forward to watching yet i need to watch night flyers mm. at least that's what i've been told yeah uh, but I, anyway. I guess so. I read the first three of them, and when they get to the fourth uh, Game of Thrones book, it, it starts doing this thing where it like goes back in time and it does all these parallel things where it doesn't really start. Like I got like a hundred pages into it, and nothing happened, and I was just like, you know what? This is when I dip out. Yeah, you know, like that's that's it. I can't. You can't. You got to hook them. You got to hook them. The first few pages. Something. Yeah. I've only I haven't read many books that do that either. But like the ones that I do, like typically I'll finish them, and I just after Lost Man, like. <laughs> I'm not willing to sit it out and then have some like fart in your face ending, you know. Like, so I love it when you bring up Lost. I, it's <laughs> I love it. It's a sticking point, you know. Like I've I've come around and evolved my thinking on it quite a bit, you know. Like these cats were up against some shit. I just love that it still bothers you after all this because <laughs> it, it was just it's the ultimate <laughs> it's the ultimate example of of disrespecting your audience. Yeah, it, in that like it doesn't add up to anything and you know it's like oh but it gives you so much to think about dude fucking stone in my backyard gives me a shit ton of things to think about <laughs> i don't need things to think about i need you to we made a deal you were gonna tell me a fucking story and then you just started going you got high and then you just started making shit up and then eventually <laughs> oh the fucking fog monster is lock go fuck yourself he was the yeah. best actor in the series like there was, was there's like a season and a half of that show that is fucking phenomenal it starts oh, yeah. There's like the pilot and then you skip a few and you start getting the backstories to everybody. And then it's like really good for like a season and a few ish episodes. And then it's just like, they ran out of ideas. So now they had just started shuffling everything. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah. they had that whole episode about the two people that got fucking bit by spiders. Yeah. And that it's one just was fucking lame. I, I hate that almost as much as I hate uh, black market and, and Battlestar Galactica, hmm. which is on the other hand, I really like that series. It doesn't quite yeah. add up at the end, but it tried. You know, and it got it kept getting fucking fucked by sci-fi. So like they yeah. had to kind of mash shit together and skip over things. Black market, yeah. I just ignore that. You can skip that episode if you ever watch it because it doesn't add. It doesn't fit. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't well, really, add anything. On the on the subject of the ending of Battlestar Galactica, it does make sense if you think about it for a well, little sure. while. Oh, um, for sure. Think about it. Yeah. Well, they set up all the religious stuff. It's just like some people bitch about the fact that like the visions didn't. Hmm turn into anything and it's just like well they don't really yeah. have to yeah they don't and, really. and like you know what is starbuck who gives a shit starbucks back shut up yeah. you know like <laughs> that was my, that was like literally how i was able to get past that stuff but they, they did some really cool callbacks to the old series like yeah 
there there was well, like a, the, a... the design of the uh oh. the Cylons um in like the old days. Well, it was so smart in the setup. Yeah. Like the setup was so good. It and then the very first episode of the first season is just, you know, 33 is is fuck. That's like really one of my favorite episodes of any show in any genre because yeah. it's just you're exhausted at the end of it. You oh, know, yeah. you're it's so perfect. It's yeah. they're all on the run. Let's go. You know, it's literally one of the best examples of like in media res I've ever seen. But like the fact that the Galactica was saved from the initial onslaught because it wasn't a networked ship is just such a yeah. fucking wonderful lesson that like no one's Nobody paying attention to. <laughs> I just love you keep reiterating literally every time we read Battlestar Galactic, that has to be reiterated. It has to be. It's the <laughs> it's literally it's the reason there's a series. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's the only, it's the only, there's that ship. And then there was the other ship, you know, the, the, what you call it, the Pegasus that like fucked off with uh, that great actress. What's her name? Oh my God. I love her so much. She was their captain. Oh man. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Like don't fucking stick the landing is the point. Yeah. And, and you don't have to exactly know where it is when you start writing, but you better fucking start thinking about that. You got to think about like, how do I set, you know, make the deal with the reader or the viewer or whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, that's something that's not talked about enough is like the deal. I think entertainment's kind of like fucking forgot about that sometimes, especially like the 100%. way stuff's made now. Of like, yeah, the deal between like the writer and the reader is mm-hmm. like, God, it's not talked about enough. Where it's like, mm, modern, well, it's uh, modern it, something, something make art. Entertainment, erger, I hate it, but like, <laughs> well, when, when you when you make art, it, you know that, that it becomes a shared product. Yeah, it's a shared because shared I had what I had in my fucking mind when I put this thing down on paper, and then I gave it to you, and your infinitely different wealth of experience that brought you to this moment is going to give you different things to see in it that I'm never going to think of. That's the thing. It's like I don't even care if you don't describe certain facets of what's going on if it's not important. I care about the ending. <laughs> You know? Well, I mean, I care about all of it. Like, there, there's some books that I just like to inhabit. There's certain sure. writers that I don't care if I ever finish their book because I just like being in the place or you know doing you know following the people or doing what's going on. Yeah. Sometimes an ending isn't important, you know, especially if the point of the book is that the ending isn't important because there's tons of those. And those oh, are great. But like, was oh, yeah. like, like it's a good example of like a book ending it was like Chuck Palahniuk's best ending because it didn't <laughs> go right. Go, go read that because like Wait, which rant, one? what was it rant. Rant, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, Rant's that was the best, best example yeah. of like an ending that he's ever done because he's not a good at writing endings. But like that one, no, was all right. I've never, I've never had a problem with his endings. Yeah, I've never had a problem with his endings the way I've had a problem with like Philip K. Dick's endings. That's <laughs> you know what? All right, you got me there. That's uh, you know, like Chuck's had enough good endings that he could stay in the majors. Phil, whew, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like fair. we're we're talking. He's he's batting like a one twenty eight. You know, yeah, yeah. I well, uh, the, the ending to do it, uh, do it Android stream of electric sheep, you know, I mean, sure, obviously was that's pretty tough, as good as it could have been. Yeah, um, I'm just talking about his like fucking speed three novels a year days, yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Hey, the, he, he had some great oh, concepts man. in him, that's what makes him so fun. That's why he's yeah. so good, at, you know, as a writer. He didn't but give a shit about the ending because he was like, <laughs> more no he was also like not. A great he was his prose is garbage but i mean but yeah his uh like Ooh. his uh, his ideas are fantastic but i wouldn't even say that ending, i don't know the ending of uh well it, he was pretty it fair it's, it, it's hit and miss but yeah like, oh yeah 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 well for me he wasn't clear all the time but uh no. well that's but i mean it's the ending the ending to a scanner darkly though is yeah phenomenal. 
that oh, one's the yeah. tightest. That one's the tightest ending. Uh, what other ones? Yeah, Android Story. Uh, you know, I one. thought all of his Valis books were really cool and like yeah. absolutely were just wonderful meditations on a concept. You know, like he's not. I, I'm not dissing him. Believe me, like yeah. he's one of my fucking favorites of all time. But like, I gotta yeah. be honest with myself. It's the same way. I yeah. like Stephen King a lot, man. I think Stephen King is just he, man. He's one of those guys that like sometimes he'll put a book out like Under the Dome is such a fucking fun read. It's like a thousand pages. You just hang out in this like fucked up town. And he has a, he basically does what needful things should have done. Well, you know, with this like there's there's this thing and it isn't a, it's not a demon this time. It's this fucking sphere that you can't get out of that has changed the dynamic of this town. And you just sit there and read it for like a thousand pages and hang out there, you know, in the ending. I don't remember it, but I remember not being pissed. And, but the thing is, yeah. is that there are a lot of Stephen King endings that are garbage. Yeah. Like they just, you just, you're like, no, his short I, stories are tight. Yeah. I was just about novels, to say that. Yeah. I was eh. just, yeah. His short stories are very well written because he has to remain in it within a short format. His longer books right. are, yeah, hit or miss. So, yeah. Some of them are like a hundred. Fuck, read the stand, please. Like it's great. It's a riot. There's so much going on. Remember there. to stay hydrated. Yes. <laughs> the long read. You pack a, pack yeah. a snack. Yeah. Especially, I remember when I read it when I was a kid. I was oh, like 12, t- 10 or 12 or oh, something like that. Fun. But that was only the 640 page version. And oh, then okay. like some years later, they put out the, f- he's like, well, I, here's the expanded version, like whatever. Cause that yeah. was a big thing. Yeah. And uh, that thing was like a thousand plus or whatever. And I was just like, I guess I'm going in again. You know, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyways, going back to comics after that oh, very yeah. long tangent. <laughs> All right. So we've also got uh, Lords of Iron on Kickstarter, which is written by apparently a controversial figure named Preston Poulter, who is behind or who. So I was look. I looked into it for a minute, and yeah, uh, yeah, he's involved with Comicsgate, like the a Comicsgate quote unquote controversy, which is really just he like. Copyright bullshit. No, it's oh, copyright okay. bullshit. Oh, is what it is. Okay. Everybody, there were like three guys who tried to trademark the uh, the uh, or copyright the um, the Why? comics gate. As I I do not know, but uh, <laughs> what? Come on! I don't know. I guess if you add gate to something, that makes it sound like a controversy. So oh, yeah, but yeah. but but poop gate. <laughs> <laughs> So, someone out there in our listenership, we got to figure out what this is. We got to make anyways, a anyway. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, the Kickstarter is done. Uh, it they managed to scrape by uh, with so they got four thousand out of uh, over their thirty five hundred dollar goal. Um, uh-huh. And I don't know. I'm I'm a bit skeptical about this one because Preston Poulter has identified as a libertarian. Um, oh boy! And oh. in his Kickstarter video. And I quote, I almost hesitate to call it a sci-fi and more of a cyberpunk. Okay. Um, so yeah. is he picking a fight? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know. The way he phrased it was kind of goofy to me. But yeah. I guess I, we shouldn't what? really talk because I'm sure that our uh, Patreon video is also just kind of... It's not our best work, but <laughs> oh, no, no, but it has those weird graphics. So yeah. please yeah. check it out. Give us money. <laughs> you know, I, I, it just occurs to me that like, okay, so in the future, there will be no libertarians because just by default, because there's no way they're going to be able to operate same, kind of the same way they can't operate now because no. they're using, they're using even like, oh, libertarian, this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, but you're using the network. 
that like, yeah, you know, I mean, eventually they were going yeah. to run out of food and just cannibalize each other. Then, like, you know. <laughs> I want to see because it turns like, out what, living what, in like, a shipping container is hard. We need a we need a libertarian treehouse, um, <laughs> a libertarian yurt community. We need a libertarian cliffside tent community. Yeah, and, a libertarian yep. Arctic community. Oh, that jungle oh, community. That's that's the ooh. Oh, ooh. <laughs> That one we'll never hear about. Um, no, yeah, no. like <laughs> it's, it's probably already attempt, been attempted a that's, few times. That, that is some hard darkness up. shit, right? Yeah, I was there. gonna say they found the journals and then like, uh, <laughs> yeah. they're back. Well, they did. They did. You know, all the research. They watched Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Lords of Iron. It sounds oh. a lot like a sort of a, a techno myth, astropunk kind of thing. Okay. Um, so it says, Lords of Iron launches a new science fiction universe with a whole new cast of characters that incorporates some reinterpretation. Oh, well, I guess that's not really a description. Um, but they do give a preview through their uh, through the Kickstarter. And mm-hmm. it um, so it's, it starts off on on a terraformed Venus where uh, a an artificial intelligence known as Trinity, which is actually a um, which is three artificial intelligence are artificial intelligences incorporated into a single corporeal form. Um, she's surveying the uh, landscape, essentially seeing how well it's developing. And uh, apparently humankind is at war with her and human and uh, the humans are led by. Uh, so this is apparently a couple of centuries down the line. Um mm. And a new form of Christianity that incorporates Muhammad as part of the narrative um, is essentially the new Catholic Church. And okay, they are fighting. The yeah, I was going to say, hold on. Um, that's what Islam does. Um, yeah. yeah. This is this is bad. This is a bad idea. Yeah. You, like, you, you could have just made it. You, Islam respects Jesus as a prophet, but yeah. like, well, no, it respects it was, Muhammad as the prophet. You know what I mean? Like that's well, there's it's, here. Here is the uh, exact um, exact phrasing: "The lords of heaven bless you in the name of God, the Almight, His Son Jesus, and Muhammad, His Prophet." So they're kind so of flipping did, the script is a he little bit to uh, insult everyone by the idea of like Christianity and Islam merged. Like, are there yeah. Muslim people in this book? Are there Christians in this? They book? all look very white. Well, you they know, all they, look very white. Thinking about well, it, I mean, you could be white and is and Muslim. Yeah, that's but, that's yeah. not a thing. But like, here, here's here's the thing. I can imagine a different person, and I don't know this person or their work, but I can imagine a different person who sees a future in which, hey, yeah, hey, check this out. We have a lot of these similarities. <laughs> let's, I don't know, let's stop the fighting and let's just like hang out and like do the thing. Yeah. You know, and. It's and each one causes the other to move like out of its shell a bit. I can see this yeah. happening. I'm not sure. Like, I, does is this going to be set up? I. It looks like it's meant to be a, a setup. That well, because uh, Preston Poulter has identified himself as an atheist. So, um, oh man, oh, look, he's even more infuriating. He's going to be infuriating. He's a libertarian yeah. and, yeah. and he's an atheist. Oh man, he's the must be the worst of parties. Yeah, I'd rather well, see an empathetic agnostic rake this shit because yeah. like, there's a pretty good chance that they're like, yeah, I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I'm just saying I haven't figured it out yet. You know, like, yeah. is there a pope? 
Yeah, because well, I think like full on, I know there is nothing. Atheism is almost as bad as full on. I know there's a God. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. It, you get to that level of extremism. That's why I can't stand some of these like great atheist thinkers that everybody likes to read. It's just like, dude, you're just you don't fucking know either. Like that's the only why, thing that's that why we I can't know, fucking stand. What's his name? Um, God, which one? Dawkins? No, uh, he's not a writer. He's fucking pundit, a left left uh, not a left uh libert uh liberal pundit. yeah bill maher, bill maher. Bill maher yeah bill maher yeah fuck that guy yeah he's, so annoying. he's an he's an embarrassment like he's never been he really funny is. either like yeah i watched, it's just, I watched this uh fucking religious documentary yeah it's yeah. like god yeah it's garbage yeah. it's like literally garbage like look, being an asshole like honestly it's him like, saying hey i'm right and you're wrong the entire time it's it's nothing different from it's, uh, it's literally as bad as anything Jacob Wool or you know fucking those douchebags have done. Yeah, he like where a they pretty, just yeah his fucking fear mongering at the end. Uh, like I get it, I get what you're trying to say. Religion is bad, but like just the people are don't try and ram it down people's fucking throats. He also dude. like that's approached that's my all point. the situations yeah. with, like maximum disrespect. Yeah, like his he best segment was the one where he talked to the truckers for a bit. Yeah. And then that turned, you know what I mean? But yeah. like his initial conversation with him was actually pretty interesting and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, man, like I've known tons of people from every fucking belief, like over my life. I'm old enough. You know, you just, I learned, I learned like lathe shit from this dude, Nachadi, who was a Muslim from Turkey. And mm. I love, I fucking loved working with that guy. He was just yeah. funny and cool. He invited yeah. me to his house. He showed me a picture of it, like in Turkey. And I was just like, someday, man, absolutely. You know, like, <laughs> It's like, you know, people, people on like the inner, like when you're dealing with a person, like whether you're in a situation where you'd both rather not be there, like say you're working a job that sucks or just being in public. If you're an asshole to somebody just based on like how you look at them, yep. you're, you're telling on yourself. Yeah. Because like everybody else could just fucking chill. Like we, we yeah. just, we all need the same shit. We need air, food, medicine, clothing, shelter, like, you know. The rest of it is just our crazy fucking hallucination that this collection of microorganisms is coming up with for our chemical reaction in this <laughs> brain pan. Like, that's the best we can do and to believe in that so fucking staunchly when we're really just mites on the back of a rock. Yeah, you know, really like, and it goes towards, like, not believing anything either. Like, yeah. how, it's funny. Same. It's funny how atheists, like, religiously not don't believe in anything. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we're constantly coming up with instruments that can measure things that we didn't know existed. Yeah, yeah. So I—that's where my like agnosticism kind of comes Same. in. You know, I did some. Well, I did some acid back in the day. I saw some weird shit. I didn't think it was real, but I let me like imagine a next yeah. level of like you know, maybe there is. Maybe we are like a mold that is able to perambulate. You know what I mean? Like, like just humanity in general. Like yeah, we don't yeah. have to all be touching and like, you know, getting nutrients from the same place. We go around and exploit everything around us and stuff. Yeah. You know, and if there's nothing to stop us and thank God we have any kind of conscience at all, but like we, you know, we're going to destroy the planet and then the planet doesn't need us anymore. <laughs> we become carbon for the next thing that gets. I got, I got to say, dude, this yeah. is like the most Joe Rogan you've ever been. <laughs> well, here's the difference though. Like, I, <laughs> You know what? Like, I'm actually, I actually, you know, that that is a good point that he did make on that comedy CD from 20 some fucking years ago. <laughs> but like, he yeah. stole that point from Bill Hicks. Yeah. You know, and also from physicists. 
You know, like not an original like idea in his bald it's, fucking it's, head. No, but that's not an you know, it's not an original idea to like it's just a matter of like how aware you are of like where you are in the universe and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Our our point is like a civilization is to just gotta fucking help each other. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. whole, I'm gonna make rules and in, in, in staunch progress in the name of I gotta be right. Go fuck yeah. yourself. God, it's not well. It can't sustain itself. That's the thing. We've we've lost so many people to this fucking virus that like, oh, why isn't anyone? Well, like, there's a lot of factors why people aren't going back to work right now. Namely, you're not taking care of them in spite of the sheer like yeah. billions and billions and billions of dollars in tax revenue they've given you. All these fucking like sometimes you got to like, shut some shit down to yeah. fucking put the stop on the existential like world can't, like factor in the human aspect of it too. Right? No. like they can't well, fathom the idea that like we're fucking tired and you don't pay us enough. <laughs> like it it comes down to that where it's like and they can't cannot fathom like the more like touchy feely elements of empathy basically yeah like nobody wants it's like you can you can have a day off yeah i mean i think some people don't know understand what that is it you know like the idea of being able to relax like i didn't for a real fucking long time and if there's like any i could the good that i can take from this plague has been the ability to be like you know what I don't need to keep up with all of the Marvel fucking movies and shows. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have all this Ram in my head. It's not a high minded thing. I'm not against them. I'd like to see Shang-Chi, but like, I don't, I don't want to have to do the work now to understand what's happening in these interconnected things. But you know what I mean? It, it's the same. Yeah, well, it's the so same fucking effort. reason. It's the same fucking reason I quit reading comic books like in the nineties, you know, and I've talked about that here before. It is just like, yeah, look, I don't, I'm not going to blow $75 a month on a single storyline. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just I, not economical. I, like, haven't tell me a ser- fucking I haven't read serialized arc. comics in years. Like you yeah. just buy the collected editions and that's it. Like, yeah, well, I go, absolutely. the only reason I, I was collecting like the immortal Hulk is because I knew it was ending. Yeah. <laughs> like as soon as I heard that he, he was planning on doing 50 fucking issues. I was like, well then I will get those trades. Like oh, that's same. fine. That's, yeah, that's the reason I collected. I think the only serialized collection I ever actually like have all the individual issues. Probably the Umbrella Academy because I knew it was going to end. So there was only yeah, yeah. Like twenty. Into, I got like, well. I had. Tra- I'm like two volumes shy of tra- like replacing my transmit volumes. Nice. Mm. And I used to have all of the Preacher, but I don't know where that is. I think I got most of Scalped. I got like five big Bibles of Judge Dredd. Oh man, like, Scalped is good shit. There's something I haven't heard yeah. thought about in a while. Yeah, Go check yeah. out Scalped. <laughs> Yeah. All I really have to say is uh, I'll hail the Elder Gods and uh, <laughs> I pray for their swift return. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Lords of Iron on Kickstarter. Uh, oh boy. Um, I don't know yeah. if you want to get it. Okay. I also don't know how to get it at this point, but uh, I guess, it's a thing. Yeah, um, I, I it's guess just there. give it the benefit of the doubt. See where yeah. it is. We'll judge, yeah, we'll judge you after you read it. Because he could have some good points he might sure, have don't like, know. but yeah it, it's it's looking a little a little dicey right now yeah it's, it's just it's just the way it looks is uh <laughs> it seems like it might not be the most uh subtle thing in the world but yeah yeah i mean sometimes loud and noisy is fine i don't know I'll, I'll give it a look i've read some like libertarian authors in the past and stuff like that and i and not just heimlich you know like but like because Heinlein is different than, say, John Ringo, for example. I, I read one of his books a couple of years ago, and I'm not going to lie. It was fun. It was what a fun book. Again? Yeah. I don't know a ton of shit. And this one was basically the gist of it was they hollow out an asteroid to do something. And cool. 
but like it was really funny because it was it was very much like you know like 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 Cartman's fucking uh, road to success. You know, it was like <laughs> plan to hollow out asteroid question mark question mark question mark asteroids hollowed out. Like he never mentions that like people had to do that shit. You know, like like people would have to be hired. You know, that's like the most libertarian. Off, like, that's the most libertarian I did it thing myself. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you forget know, like, like the middle part of like you know doing the thing is actually really hard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, like, you know, while we're talking about that, yeah, did you did you guys listen to the Behind the Bastards uh, two part about <laughs> fucking seasteading and like yeah. libertarians? And sh- I did not. Oh, it was good. It was, it was great because it, uh, it really fleshed out everything that I didn't get to cover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, like it's one of those yeah. things where it's creepy because the format wasn't too different from what like I did, but like. <laughs> It's just he went so much deeper into so many things and there was like a few things in there that I was just like, oh, that, that makes sense now. You know, like it's really, really fun. It's a nice, I don't know. I, I would almost recommend it over ours. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that like the Thai government was straight up like, no, we're going to fucking kill you if you don't oh, yeah. leave. If, like, if you don't leave, because I forgot that Thailand doesn't fuck around because they're te- no. yeah. Are they technically a monarchy still. They have a king. Well, they my my buddy lived there and he would you would see on his facebook page every now and again some stuff where he'd be talking some really cool shit about the king and jesus oh publicly on his public facebook mm -hmm. yeah you need to yeah you know to be fair he really is religious like i mean he and that's fine but you know that's fine you will go to prison for like ever if you insult yeah they'll they'll kneecap you like they'll they'll fuck you up and it's it's weird because like i think they were changing i think they are still monarchy i'm not sure like the the kid took over recently the the son of the you mean that dope looking prince who like was wearing like a belly shirt that one time and like the media lost their mind and they they were like you you're not allowed you're not allowed to talk about it prince (laughs) oh yeah 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 because like fucking uh what what you call it the those uh the the william and what the fuck harry were at that halloween party were dressed as nazis Okay. Anyway, give, give me the belly shirt over the black armband. Yeah, really. You know, like I just like Jesus the entire government's response to that is you're not allowed. You're not allowed to talk about how fabulous our prince is. <laughs> <laughs> like you will, you will talk, you will show respect. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, we're never going to be invited to go to Thailand. Go on. Anyways, okay. So, Fox and Hare, which is a, it's. This is a uh, comic book that has been a comic book series uh, that has been delayed by COVID for some time. Um, Why does it sound familiar? uh, So it's written by John Sue and Stacy and co-created and drawn by artist Stacy Lee. Um, Mm -hmm. It's being published through Vault Comics. And uh, this is the synopsis. When black market coder Aurora Yee uncovers top secret data that has tapped into the past lives of the citizens of Mazu Bay. Her, ter- her world is turned upside down. The mega, mm. cor- the mega corporation Sinistry designs wants its data back and is hot on our trail. Aurora has no choice but to turn to the Fox and the Hare, the most feared mercenaries in the city for protection. So, and hmm. I now, see a couple are covers they of this. Really, can, uh, Fox and a Hare? Or is that just their name? That's just their names. They uh, damn it because I just started watching. We I just watched the pilot for Hit Monkey and it fucking rocked. <laughs> I was not prepared for that to be good. Oh yeah, what's that about? Hit Monkey is a Marvel comic book that was like back in the day. Uh, anyway, it's about this hitman. His name's like Bryce, 
and Jason Sudeikis does his uh, his voice, and it's he, he just like rolls up into this town, and he's like, "Yeah, man," and he gets all fucked up and stuff, and then he goes to assassinate like some president somewhere, <laughs> and he's got these like he's sitting in like a lawn chair with like a fucking button, and all the sniper rifles are set up in the window, and it fires. There's two of like rows of them, and one fires around that detonates like the supports around the bulletproof shield that's around him. And then the other seven just turn him into fucking like chutney. Like it's, <laughs> it's very scud. It's animated and extremely bloody. And anyway, so this, this guy, everything goes wrong. Like he, he was hired to do this by someone in the government. Like, and then those people that hired him double cross him. There's way so, more involved. Than I thought it would be, I literally thought it was about like a monkey who, Oh wait, we're getting there. Uh, so he, he, he ends up kind of escaping. And he's he's having a hard time, and he's like bleeding out, like in the in the the woods, and it's snowing because he he you know this guy's an assassin, you know he he will fuck you up, right? But like he gets all the way out there, and like these white monkeys, like the snow monkeys with the pink faces, they like grab him and they stick him in this like healing pool, and he starts to recover and stuff. And then everything goes wrong, and these like bad guys come back, and they end up killing like all of the monkeys and the guy. And the monkey goes nuts. He picks up the fucking guns and just starts murdering everybody. And then he comes out, he snaps out of it, and Bryce is a ghost in his head. So this this guy is training this monkey how to be an assassin. <laughs> and I'm so is fucking fox and hound here for it. <laughs> so is fox and hound anything like that? Um uh, no. hoping. I mean, you know it. <laughs> But it looks like it's got some pretty good art, uh, cool. or at least the covers. The covers look very, very cyberpunky, very colorful, uh, and very, um, yeah. I mean, it. So they really just only wear fox and hare shaped masks, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It looks they're katanas, you know. It's a uh, pretty classic cyberpunk stuff. So right. yeah, don't have to think um, too hard. It's fine. To uh, well, this is the only thing this year that is going to like appeal to any sense of christmas cheer that i have uh yeah. it's called x machina it's on kickstarter ex and it's halfway... damn it no x machina it's because oh, it's machine oh. yeah because it is it's spelled x dash m a s c h i n a so anyways this is the uh the story Twiz the year 2045 and Santa is leaving. Christmas <laughs> behind. He's just stopped believing. He's giving up his magic. He is going away. He's planning one final ride in his magical sleigh. Uh -oh. But all of a sudden, there arises a clatter. His toy making machines are making everyone scatter. The robots are taking over and AI is snotty. They're judging everyone to be extremely naughty. <laughs> and say, Nick, stop the bolt, stop the bots in his North Pole arena. Find out the holiday horror comedy. Find out in the horror holiday com comedy comic X Machina. So this is from uh, this uh, is from uh, Lane Lloyd and Misty Graves and Steve Arena. Sounds um, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys want to, you know, grab that, I mean, or uh, you can still fund that. Um, and so it's on Kickstarter. Uh, and yeah. That sounds, sounds fucking great. Yeah, it, it really sounds does. fucking... It just uh, sounds bonkers. I mean, I, I really enjoy the art too because it's like low-key, like 1960s uh, 
looking, but uh-huh. also just really fucking animated. It just stands <laughs> up right, fighting right. AI. I'm in. Yeah. Are you, yeah. It, does it does it look like the old cartoons kind of? A little bit. Well, it looks more like a '60s comic. Uh, okay. Just okay. just the way the line art is drawn, like that Mary um, Worth, Mark Trail kind of comic maybe. strip style. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know enough about comics to know who those are, but <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on to movies. Mother slash Android um, is coming out on December seventeenth on Hulu. Hmm. Uh, and so this it's being described as uh, as Children of Men meets the Terminator. Oh boy. Um, it's starring Chloe Grace Moritz at, Ooh, and it is directed by Matson Tomlin, who is from Romania. He says that this is based largely on his experiences or his parents' experiences as they were uh, fleeing the revolution in Romania in the 80s. Um, but yeah, this so it's about Chloe Grace Moritz is a pregnant woman in Georgia, and she has to essentially um, escape a uh, has to escape a an android uprising. Georgia, um, America, or Georgia, like Georgia, America. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, so that looks pretty good. December seventeenth, um, right. and you know is. Obligatorily, I mean, I, I, I know I know that all of our uh, readers know about this, but the Matrix Resurrections is, comes out on on December twenty second. We will be reviewing that. I tried yes. so hard to not look at the new trailer, but I had to. I succeeded. I succeeded in not. I'm going in as blind as possible. I, yeah, same. I'm, I am. I'm, pretty, I'm avoiding it as much as I can. I, I had yeah. to look at it, and it just made me feel like it was 19. Where I'm like, I felt like a kid again because I'm like, I have yeah. very, <laughs> very positive, youthful experiences. Like, yeah, the Matrix. I, Matrix. There was it, God. Some commenters said that it was like, are they just going to give the whole fucking movie away? And I'm like, that's why I'm glad I didn't watch. Yeah, that that's fair. Because I. You know, the beauty of seeing the first movie the first time wasn't the LSD I took. It was those trailers were bonkers and baffling. Like, it, yeah. it's like, what the fuck is that? And then, yeah. like, you go see it and you're like, oh, shit. Like, it was so much more than they showed. Like, yeah. I hate this fucking trend of, like, modern trailers giving the game away. Yeah. Like, don't don't even show me a frame of a thing that's cool later. Yeah. Like, but- <laughs> God damn it. Show, Ugh. don't tell, and show as little as possible. Like, that's how you get people interested. Okay. Oh, but then, like, the old, old, old movie trailers were straight up like, in this film, this character does all of these things. And Soylent it's like four Green. minutes long. Soylent Green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't even have to watch Soylent Green if you watch that trailer. Like, yeah, yeah. Hitchcock I movies. Will, I will say, yeah. though, some trailers are just, they're legitimately better than the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like the Watchmen trailer. Mm. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's fair. You know what? Yeah. God damn it. Mm. Anyways, uh, so in television, ex- the expanse, the expanse's final season is coming out on December tenth, the day that this is drop. This episode is dropping. Oh um, fuck! I gotta catch up. Yeah. Uh, so it says, well, the uh, description: Holden and the crew of the Rosinante fight alongside the combined fleet of Earth and Mars to protect the inner planets from Marcos and Naros and his free Navy's campaign of death and destruction. Well, Meanwhile, I didn't catch up. Yeah. This is all spoilers. All spoilers. Uh, but so, I still don't ca- know what the fuck it means, so hey, like, whatever. Hey, y- y'all know what the expanse is. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. go. Yeah. Go now. This, the final season is coming up. I don't want to hear any more of this because it's going to ruin me. Like, yeah. I, 
I'm getting really close to all of these names mattering, and it's like, oh fuck, no. no. Too bad that this is too bad that this is on Amazon Prime. And yeah, that you know, it's it's Fucking led gross, by the man. person who wants to make the expanse right. a real thing. But well, he he thinks he does. He doesn't understand that like, <laughs> like he doesn't understand. He's also a villain in the series. Yeah, so, yeah, he doesn't understand how could someone like that like read this and be like, you know, be down with belters you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like he wouldn't know he would be uh, the one bezos bezos is straight up like, hey man i just really, really like space shit you mean you know like it's <laughs> i want to make space stuff right here i'm gonna make a little dick rocket you know like he's just that guy then a hundred yeah, years later it's like space surfdom yeah. we gotta protect the earth so let's uh let's throw a bunch of shit up into the atmosphere hey do you want to know some good news hmm mm-hmm. His his head in a jar never showed up on Futurama. <laughs> oh shit! That's true. Yup. Sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex twenty forty five release date uh, for the second season is has been released. It's coming out in April of twenty twenty two. Please change <laughs> the animation. Uh, please please it was such that's the thing okay i watched the entire fucking thing i'm like this is probably one of like if you don't because i understand the first two animated series they did are pretty fucking cerebral and that's not everyone's jam i love them but like it was such a good story hampered by it looking like shit (laughs) like there were some really fascinating things they were exploring and this and, and everything would have been way cooler God, I hope they changed the art style. I doubt they did, but I'm probably you know, still going to watch it. I will say about the, the new trend in animation, at least the facial animations aren't as rigid as they used to be. But uh, that uh, said... Nope. It still looks arguable. Like, yeah, that's arguable. <laughs> it still looks like shit. I would have preferred that they yeah. actually fucking drew it as opposed to making it look worse than a PlayStation game. Like, Yeah, well, you know, I, I mean... Budgets, I guess. I, I feel like Japan is also probably facing like a huge economic crash in the creative sector because, That's man, it, like I don't know though. Like, it, it's not cheap to get CGI like that. Yeah, but yeah, it's more a, just a stylistic choice that sucks. They're a legendary <laughs> animation studio, and they churned out that. Like, yeah, well, they, you on. know what it looks like? It literally looks like 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 a stretched out Funko Pops. It's a little too, like, just... A little too big-eyed. Like, what, what do you call it? Like, idealized or something? Yeah. Like, I want... Yeah. I like the... Oh, my God. But also watch? considering that everybody has cybernetic bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying. You know, well, weird. here's the thing. You can still do that and make it look plastic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Yes. That's also of that, valid. Uh, that, that love, death, and robots about the... the Aquila Rift. Oh uh, yeah, oh, yeah. But, like, oh, after God. I saw Love, Death, and Robots, like the second season, uh, then uh, af- oh, there's what? no excuse. There's no excuse. <laughs> there's literally no excuse to look that yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the, the, the robots that are taking the tour of Earth. Yeah, and are dealing with <laughs> psychic cats. It's it, come on, you know, like uh, no, like there's literally one about like an ice, like in Love, Death, Robots. There's literally an ice station episode, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to describe any more about it. But it's inc- it, like it looks incredible. Yeah, it looks it's great. gorgeous. Like, yeah. gorgeous. There's no oh, excuse man. animate like. Wh- and like, I understand yeah. also that these things are sometimes like the werewolf one's almost twenty minutes long. Yeah, it was great. You know what I mean? And it looks like it's uncanny valley all day, and that's kind of what I thought it would be trying to push instead of let's make everything look like a you know yeah. pop idol. 
like it's i don't know it just it doesn't your hit previous for me. animation from like almost, what's from what's like, the first what's that first episode uh the very first episode i forget it already fucking remember right it's, i'm blanking on it um um god damn it i don't know i don't remember I what it's called get, but i know what you're talking about well i'm gonna I didn't I'm get gonna through it up. yeah well no the the first episode of the first season oh standalone uh, complex um no I don't no uh what? uh, uh Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, uh, oh, 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 what was that? Because um, that was the hook. Um, yeah, it's the one that got you. Fuck, what was it called? It was the one about the woman that could control the beast cybernetically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that uh, was the, awesome. Yeah. That was, that was I, the one that the turned my wife off. Yeah. <laughs> my wife was, that thing is so fucking gory. Like, it, she yeah. was just like. Sunny's Edge. That's Sunny's that's, Edge. Yes. That was so yeah, good. She, she was not down with that one. Man. Oh, it's, it's everything. Where did they get these these animators? It, it looks like, I don't know. I mean, that's like, that was like shit when I like, I found out like the, the animation, the witness wasn't based mm. on like actual people. They just, they literally mm. drew the entire thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because they all look yeah. like real people. Like, yeah. And then no, that one's, just, yeah, no, it's, they made oh, it. Oh. <laughs> it looked rotoscoped. Well, it looked rotoscoped. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what it looked like. And they didn't. And they like all the camera effects that they do. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, they drew all that. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. They made it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Goddamn. So that's why that studio has no fucking excuse to make Ghost in the Shell look that bad because they, they defined modern animation for a long time. And then yeah. they churn out that shit. And I'm like, well, hang on. Are they pro- how many series are they producing? You know, like versus yeah. their workload. That's done. the other thing too. Uh, yeah, I don't well, know. simultaneously, are they, they developing would... several? I'm sure they are. Yeah, I'm sure that are. they are. This is that's production IG, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, they they've always got shit coming out, but like you wouldn't pour more of your budget into. You wouldn't make take more care to like. Well, here essentially gotta... like make your flagship series. Yeah, I guess the Ghost of Shell committee is pretty small compared to what it used to be because that's literally yeah. something that's given credits and like all the ghost and shell animations and like the ghost and shell committee that they formed yeah. to like make it well there was like, like the akira committee too like yeah. here was the other thing too i remember back in the day that like like akira in america when it dropped here when you were able to watch it it was the thing yeah it was like you find this thing and you watch this thing like it was yeah. huge in japan it was like just a movie that came out yeah like it, it wasn't that big a deal and it was only because like we wouldn't shut up about it that they were like, Oh, you want a you want a different version of it? Here's, here's a, here's a version of it. That's widescreen with subtitles. And and they just kept teasing it out over the years. But like, but but it makes me wonder like, is, is ghost in the shell is like as big in Japan as it is here for animation. It is. Is it even close? It's like an industry thing. I think it's pretty big still. Like it, it like, revolutionized well, like, animation well, let me put it out there Consider if we have any well, japanese listeners please set us straight on this yeah because, really like, yeah. we yeah. don't have any context for it really yeah uh like but akira doesn't have like a multimedia franchise ghost in the shell does so yeah. there was I would an assume... video game that was on the end or no super nintendo hmm. it was never released here oh okay there's very oh, little, sad. yeah, there's very little of that. There's like, aside from like the soundtracks and the movie being released over and over and over again, and then like people splicing them into their weird, like, D-level is... cyberpunk documentaries. Like, yeah. just just a quick, quick tangent. That is the most infuriating thing about building the database for me is international works that I can't hear about because, mm. like, I don't know, it just doesn't make it over here. You live in the uh, central hole that is America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We'll Anyways. take what you give us, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, new, well, like, uh, here's, here's probably the best, uh, um, news from this past, like, couple weeks, though. Uh, so Ridley Scott, um, <laughs> Uh, announced uh, recently uh, on November 22nd that a Blade Runner t- live action TV series is in the works. Is, is oh, he okay. involved? Because I'd be worried at this point. Uh, I mean... It's just going to be origami for three episodes. <laughs> I think I think he's involved. Uh, Ridley, don't fuck... Ridley, look. Don't fuck it up. I, yeah, I, please, like, Covenant, leave it in the hands of other people, please. Prometheus please. and Covenant were deeply upset at... Well, yeah. yeah, like Ridley's one of those directors that, like, when he's good, he absolutely sets the tone for science fiction for forty fucking years. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, when he's not good, he's doing a Gucci movie with Lady Gaga, <laughs> which was apparently no, she, okay. Uh, well, yeah. I'm, look, I'm curious because I want to. I, from just everything I've read about it, it's it's you're you're there for how over the top and ridiculous the accents are. So I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. All right, you know, yeah. Like I'll never watch cats because I don't think I'm ever gonna come across psilocybic mushrooms. But like <laughs> You get the ball. Not because it's impossible, but I ain't trying. Yeah, well yeah, that's yeah, I ain't yeah. watching it until that comes out because I've I've heard Prince too. But I uh, yeah, I, I definitely think I'm gonna end up, you know, like me and the lady will watch the, the Gucci movie because why not? Sure. You know. I'm intrigued by it. Um, so I'm like, all right, sure, but like when it comes to sci fi, Rid- Ridley has not been on point lately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got the same problem with Prometheus that I have with Lost. Yeah. There's a there's some good moments. There, there's a uh, there's a so that problem is um what's his name? <laughs> uh God, I forgot his name. Shit. Who Lindelof? It's like Damon yeah, Damon Lindelof. Well, here's the thing, he's kinda on a comeback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's I the heard, thing about I heard that the leftovers were was I had, fantastic. Well, I had I had a beef with him for a real long time. I, I watched some of the leftovers, but I only got about three episodes in. Yeah. The Chris Eccleston episode was phenomenal. It and was I just, phenomenal. I did, the one after that was not. Um, yeah. And then uh, apparently this this Watchmen series is really good. But because the, the thing about it is like when he gets when he has like time, that guy can write some really yeah, good dialogue. Oh, stuff. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, he's yeah. a very mm-hmm. good writer. It's just that he's been put in all of these like like fucking script fixing situations yeah. where like you can t- you watch World War Z, you could totally tell what scene he wrote. And it was the one where like fucking brad pitt meets the guy in the back of like what the the plane or the helicopter and then he immediately like delivers exposition that cracks his head on the flight deck and dies and i was like that's lindelof showed up for that i hope <laughs> i hope he got paid i hope he got paid that's all i'm saying he's a good writer like if you haven't seen Watchmen, that that's like is that the series he wrote yeah he right? does, yeah the series yeah. is actually is quite good and i've heard I, i've heard that i, 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 really I haven't really watched it yet because t hasn't seen uh, the movie yet you don't I was like, Look, I'm like yeah i, I know gonna, she and, doesn't have to no you do you have to read the comic or watch the movie to like read yeah. right just to understand yeah. the context of what's happening yeah, good. to understand so, the universe it was good right uh, his skills so are, are i've heard on display no so, and I, I root for the guy that's the other thing it's just like i know what happened to him in lost like jj abrams pitched a show to abc and they shoved his ass and like three other people in a fucking room and said make this go and then they had a blast with it at first, and then very quickly they realized, oh shit, we've written ourselves into like five thousand corners. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the rest of it was just like, yeah, them drowning. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah just yeah, till yeah. they till it was over. Oh god, yeah. So, anyways, this, yeah, anyway. this Blade Runner series. So, like, so we- it hasn't been picked up by any networks yet. But if it does, then uh, there's it's speculated that uh, 
if it does well, we might get a sequel to Blade Runner 2049. I don't think we need one, but... No, no. You know. unless you could do something as cool as Villeneuve did. Yeah. Because yeah. that that actually felt like a sequel. It felt like he was adding to the world in a meaningful and like... Absolutely. And I think that, like, I think that, gorgeous, that kind of brought the whole Blade Runner... Uh, timeline to a close i guess yeah the he didn't pull any midichlorian bullshit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and okay. also I, I like the way he likes to use dave batista i just he makes batista yeah. great he Hell like really yeah. makes him great you know what i mean like absolutely you know thinking about it i'm kind of worried about this kind of getting picked up because it feels like it's just turning blade i mean blade runner is a franchise but it feels like the most franchisey thing to like you know how do we keep selling action figures kind of well, thing? How many fucking but, series are there? Well, but also, well, so there's a how comic book series. Sure. Like Blade Runner movies? No, there no, are... Ghost in the Shell. There's like, oh. or are you talking about Blade Runner? I'm talking about yeah. Blade Runner because like if this gets oh, yeah, right. up, it definitely feels like something of like, how do we make money off of this? So, yeah. Well, as well, I mean, I guess there could be a way of pulling it off where it ends up being more Stargate than Star Wars, you know? And yeah. not to say that mm-hmm. like Stargate's great, but it's entertaining. Sure. That's you fair. know, and it, it operates on its own level. That's I think fair. they could do this with Blade Runner as long as they're not just going for atmosphere and they actually have something good to say about like that's a big <laughs> question that Dick talked about. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, that's, what that's is real, what is human. You should play with that. That should be the thing. Yeah, not it. It shouldn't just be fucking noir detective shit. That's what Blade Runner the film especially was lampooning. Yeah, you know, it wasn't putting it forth as the way things are. It was just it was playing on the old noir. It created its own genre. Mm-hmm. You don't, yeah. you're not beholden to that. But we'll see if it gets past yeah. the first season because, like every other series that I've liked, that was based on something else that I liked. Usually, we'll see. Only we'll see like, if it gets picked up. Yeah, right. it'll get picked because up. Ridley it's, Ridley Scott talks a lot about uh, yeah you're about right. starting things, but the the follow through isn't there all the time. But. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I said, still like him. I still like said, him. I I would like to direct everybody's attention to the RoboCop miniseries, which is fucking fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. There are two RoboCops. Like it's, it's fucking so sick. Good. It's so oh my good. god. It's like okay, it's, look. it is a perfect success. Like you can skip RoboCop three and just go straight to the miniseries. Look, was that on like sci-fi you or something? Could, or? It, it, will, it might. It I think been. it was like TNT or. Okay. Um, Probably actually, like USA. No, wait. It might have been actually. Now that I think about it, it might have been one of those. Uh, it might have been like Showtime or something. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, like it. I it, didn't even know that existed. Yeah, because it's like. Well, now you do. <laughs> it's like the the original film clearly a satire of like literally itself. Like, yeah. but the series is trying to be a satire, but also not, and it makes it even more funny. But also, like, okay. it, it's look, you're you're. <sighs> It's cool, and you're you're gonna feel like shit about it because, but it is because it's all the shit you love just on display. <laughs> well, I mean, it's too fucking as long as it now. gets, well, as long as it gets what like Verhoeven's doing, where Tries, you know, like it does start with like he, weird TV. He had that wonderful tri- trilogy, you know, of that, you know, yeah. t- uh, Total Recall and, and, and Troopers, but like <laughs> there is that he leans so hard into the fucking heightened, you know, atmosphere of everything. Mm-hmm. That's what made it work. Yeah, it, like everything that ever spun off of his work, well, you know, I just kind of quiet, you know, didn't get it. I mean, I didn't see the Call yeah. of Feral Toe recall, but I understand that, that was trying to go more off of the short story than, you know, the movie. Uh, was it, though? I mean... No, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see it. I don't well, know. Well, 
and uh, we can remember it for you for wholesale. Uh, yeah. Like there was still Mars. Mars yeah. was still in that short story. So right, and I guess they but, didn't even get there that yeah thoroughly. Anyway, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, moving on to music. So Death's Dynamic Shroud. WMV came out with an album on. I I need to learn how to do the music segment a little better because I'm just going on to like album of the year right now. And it's, uh, <laughs> so I kind of have to retroactively uh, bring these up. Uh, but Death's Dynamic Shroud. WMV, which is a vaporwave artist, uh, came out with an album called Faith in Persona on November 1st. Alkaline Pink, uh, who is an industrial artist, came out with Leet Tape, uh, which is spelled in Leet speak, but uh, Leet is also spelled one three three four seven so okay. it's like liet tape okay um, that came out on november 2nd alexi perala came out with a compilation album spectrum analysis on november 4th sewer slut had came out with an lp called we had good times together remember that <laughs> on, i like, i like that and it say that entire thing again just we we had good times together remember that what, with so, the band name first Sewer slut. <laughs> nice. It's all one word, uh, and the U is replaced by a V. Um, okay. That came out on November twelfth, and finally, Arca uh, came out with "Kick Two so, Through Five. So, so much. Four fucking albums in four days between November thirtieth and December third, which is fucking think- insane. Lest you think this is wankery, this isn't. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> some fucking, like, I imagine she locked herself in the studio for, like, eight months Ever. solid. And some yeah. still somehow put And just out. literally only slept, like, two hours a day. And then did all the other shit that she does in her life, as well as all the visuals on top of it. Yeah, because, like, while yes. working on this, she, she was still putting out, like, music. So it's yeah. like... Yeah. Doesn't she what? have a video game, too? <clears throat> sure. Anyway. I, I, it has to be at some point. Because, <laughs> yeah. Fucking sign me up. Her music's Arca's like path VR. I don't know if that's. Oh. I don't know if uh, if it actually had. Well, let me let me check. Let me look into this. But anyways, you guys continue. Her shit like yeah, transcends like music because it's like, God, it, it's like almost like fiction in its own right. <laughs> it's oh almost, no. Okay, that's it's music. It's not actually, Arca, it like but. knows. Okay, this like Arca knows what music is and then knows how to pull it apart and put it in front of you in a way. Oh yeah. You recognize this thing that you've never heard before. Yeah. Or. You don't recognize this thing that is something you've heard a billion times. You know what I mean? Like it's it's fucking alchemy. This stuff oh, yeah. is. It's not like, and you could bop to it a little bit. It's like so. It's yeah. I can't. There is nothing she can't do. First of all, yeah. And, and here's the funny thing. Some months ago, there's this other podcast where they like at the beginning of it, they talk about stuff they like, and and, and one of them mentioned uh, like Arca put a kick out. So this was like sometime last year. All right. Because Kick One came out like over the beginning of quarantine and stuff like that, and I, yeah. I, I wasn't like I, I checked out like some of it on YouTube, and I was just like, "Cool, dog-eared, come back to that." Mm-hmm. Um, even more recently, even before these albums came out, there was this uh, like some like a video dropped, and I was like, "Oh, let me check this out." And then I was like, "Oh, I get it." It was like six minutes um, of lots of things that I really like. There, she's standing with robotic arms. Uh, like yeah it's just just the imagery is yeah imagery is it's it's bonk it's hallucinatory cyberpunk yeah basically yeah that's it's music from the fucking future and i think we're gonna spend the next 20 years catching up to that the way we did with like (laughs) york yeah Yeah. 
<laughs> he's also worked with. Like she's, yeah. Yeah. of course, of course she did. Yeah, Why of would course she did. She's got a track with Ryuichi Sakamoto on one of these. She's like Shaggy. a legendary. I fucking love Bjork. Like I love. Uh, I right. like just come on, man. If someone's she's, worked with Bjork. She's so like Bjork yeah. is mystical. Yeah, yeah. She is. She's like an honorary cyberpunk in my eyes, essentially. Yeah, because yeah. she she like she made the thing. She didn't fucking yeah. try to live it. She just was it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Oh God, like hyperballad. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like yeah. if you've worked with Bjork, that's like automatically like holy shit. Like yeah. all is the video for all is full of love. Just. And then come, death come back to work with Bjork. God, Death God. Grips. Oh, her Bjork's sample. A, oh, my God. Because Bjork's a Sorry. fan of Death Grips. Yeah. Dude, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Bjork, so, Bjork's got that thing that, like, certain artists just have where, like, people from any, like, background could just be into it. Yep. And yep. You, you, you'll never expect it, but then 100% be like, of course. Well, she talks about yeah. herself in, like, interviews. She's like, yes, it, well, because she's, like, an ethereal being, it's really hard to follow her train of she's thought sometimes. But, well, like, she always talks, like, yes, it's, like, she talks about her music as punk, and it's like, it, and I'm like, yeah. I can't argue that. Like, you're right. <laughs> you're 100% Also, right. let's just talk about how one of the stompiest, most badass I am ready to fight all 15 of you right the fuck now songs is Army of Me. Yes. Hell yeah. Oh, like, man. Also, so, like, come at me. Ooh, come ooh, at ooh, me. If, that you, song if, you, <laughs> if you want to hear, like, the one of the best, like, mashups, there's, you could find it, apparently this aired on, like, some weird, like, British uh, music thing from, like, back in the day, and it's only on YouTube. It's Skunk Anansi and Bjork singing Army of Me together. Hell oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Was, like, that was the concert. That was the concert yeah. at which uh, yeah. that yep. was that Strange Days was like recording at, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, it, oh. it, there's this one YouTube video. It all comes back to Strange Days. Oh, everything, <laughs> everything comes back to Strange Days. Watch it. Watch it if you haven't. Yes. yes. Please. Go seek out that Jesus YouTube Christ, video though. of Bjork and Skunk Anansi and you'll lose But all of this to... All of this to say, Arca, A-R-C-A, just go ahead, man. Like, if it's, yeah, do it. Just cancel just all your the plans. Into that. Go to YouTube. This is your weekend now. <laughs> yeah, this is your whole fucking weekend now. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's really crazy shit, and it's wonderful, and it just... Yeah. It's like everything I hear, every single track... Sometimes I have to stop the album. Because it's just like, you made me think too much about shit. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> and right? And now I need to go write some things down real quick. It's weird, because it's, some of her tracks are like so avant-garde, and then there's other ones that are like not. Straight up off-putting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's got some shit that will make you want to skip it, but uh, I promise you, you're gonna, it takes you somewhere. Yeah. There's, she, there's this, the one thing that I would recommend, um, if you want to, treat it like a film, okay? Yeah, there's this, that's perfect. There's this yeah. hour-long EP that she'd put out. It was the only, it's the first thing I picked up. So good. And it's just, it's ampersand, 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 ampersand. It's just five ampersands. <laughs> and you can find it on YouTube and it's this hour long visual story about yeah, it's this, one of the most cyberpunk fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. but And it's almost impossible to talk about and describe, but it fits in this space. Like it's all the gaps that you have. You're not going like, right to listen. You're not going to listen to it. You're going to feel this story because it's like, I can't yeah even like regale you with what the story's about you'll get it when you listen to it because it's like yeah. not a coherent narrative like you'll feel it because it's music and you'll understand it like it's hard to describe god arc is fucking ahead of her ahead it's of, we're not her. there yet no, yeah, we're, no. Not. Like, we're just we're just starting to notice oh god this thing this what is this what is this happening here you know we don't, <laughs> we don't have the language for it yet There's, we're gonna have to get like other musicians to help us talk about this yeah thing because like 
I say this thing, I mean the work. She yeah. is not the thing. But like you see the videos and she's got these weird stilts on and all sorts of like so, yeah, her artwork. Six yeah. boobies Sick. being milked by a broken car. Like what the yeah. fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Like some I'm not sort lying. of that's like, that's in your head now. Like, one of them is like a, is, I don't know. It looks like they're building, yeah, like a centaur statue, like a robot centaur statue. It's, and yeah, man, uh, it just looks, man, it, it's incredible. Like yeah, it's, it's really visually, is. auditorially, like it. Uh, audio, and she audio? she seems to, or they. I don't. I I actually don't know what their gender preference is. But well, uh, I read I read an interview and it, she came up a lot. I think okay okay she is a trans woman. But oh, okay. I think that's. I heard. I well, think. I think. That's I think. Probably part of why it's so fucking good. But anyways, um, it's it's next level. Yeah. It's, fuck. It, I, yeah. The gauntlet has been thrown, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like. You might not like it, but man, yeah. it's it's a whole. It's when people talk about I'm going to create a new universe. She just threw down like seven of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really, you know, really it, fucking it's, good. I I don't know. I haven't felt this way about music since the, like I discovered like Onrik Goreski, or I discovered mm. like Bill Laswell, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh fuck, like you can do that, or, or you know at least Scratch Perry, uh, rest in peace. You know, like the the dub ideas and stuff. Like yeah. you know, mm-hmm. when people were just yeah. like, hey, if we use this piece of equipment incorrectly, it does this really cool thing. Now you like we're at the other side of that where someone has. Not only like the musical acumen, but like the programming acumen. Yeah. Honestly, and yeah. the mm. editing acumen and the visual like idea, um, mm-hmm. the ability to like transform it's, their own it's person. Al- it's alarming how smooth everything is. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like when you listen yeah. to it, because I listen to Apersan, 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 five Apersans. And it's alarming how smooth that album is. It's an hour long. Yeah. And it's like there's no wasted time. It's weird. No. <laughs> Is constantly shuttling you into the next idea, yeah. but you're like either completely prepared for it or absolutely not. <laughs> and it's it well that, that the other thing is is like we were talking about at the beginning, like it plays fair. It is absolutely meeting you in the place where like listener and artist like meet and is yeah. showing you something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't care if you like this or not. <laughs> like yeah. this is I don't know how else to do this. And she's and a great artist because like and it's all on it's YouTube. Incredible. It's all on YouTube. You can just go listen yeah. to it right now. Like she's not asking for like an opening price. You can. I highly recommend that you go buy these things. Support your artists yeah. like, whenever you can. Like, but you can by all means go to YouTube. T- t- <laughs> yeah, dip dip your toe in on YouTube with that uh, five ampersand thing and yeah. <laughs> that's good to fuck up, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take an edible, you know, of course. <laughs> Have some do brandy. Some, yeah, something that's going to make you like sit in the seat. You know, yep, like that's yep. it. That's uh, going on that's... a journey. God damn. Anyway, yeah. No, anyway, that's how breathless. am I going to how am I going to top that? Anyways, uh, moving on to tabletop games. So, Warcaster, <laughs> the thousand. Well, Warcaster Neo Mechanica uh, is a miniatures game, okay. and there's a new expansion called The Thousand Worlds that mm-hmm. uh, was fully funded on Kickstarter. Right. Oh, uh, and. So this is this is how they describe it. Many ages ago, before the founding of the Thousand Worlds and the generation-spanning war with the ancient architects, the keepers tell of champions from a bygone era whose valiant sacrifice saved humanity and allowed us to spread throughout the stars. Now the galaxy is dying. Its life forces greedily siphoned to power the machines of war. 
Strife and unrest pervade the thousand worlds, and a terrifying darkness lurks on the fringes of, of our existence, threatening extinction. Once again, our only hope rests in the hands of the heroes of our age, the Warcasters. So you play as a Warcaster, and they actually have like an image to kind of like uh, pull you into it. So it, it's you know it's a strategy game, but uh, but the image is of a guy in like a full body suit and what looks to be some sort of futuristic cockpit with a bunch of cables plugged in and wearing a visor. So I'm like, yeah, that's this. I mean, it sounds a so lot like cyber. Punk mech shit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Like, oh, they, okay. Yeah, they've got these... Some of the miniatures look fucking sick. Like, there's... Hang on. Um, one... Uh, I forget the name of what it's called, but um, they have... Uh, they have mech suits called... Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. Vonsers. <laughs> <laughs> um... I guess it's not uh, Warjacks. That's what they're called, oh, and they're like, all right, yeah, they're these. That's adjacent big... to robot jocks. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been used before. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it is a well, it's um, it looks a lot like Warhammer 40k. Yeah, I was gonna say like, so it's kind of like yeah. that sort you know, of uh, techno myth kind of yeah. astropunk kind of thing going on. Cool. Um, you know what? I always have a soft spot for any setup that is just like. Humanity advanced their technology. They spread throughout the stars. The stars got fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. Absolutely. (laughs) They never say it that way, but that's exactly what happens. (laughs) Like, everything was going great out there in Arcturus, and then fucking, you know, Bucky's space flight came out. (laughs) (laughs) Told him about L. Ron Hubbard, and it was all downhill from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sounds very Warhammer 40k. Like I love that shit. I like war. Yeah, I, lo- I like yeah. war games a lot. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, so, they're trying to kickstart like Warhammer with- 40k. Yeah. I I like that they were straight up in their forums. Like, hey, the Imperium are the bad guys. You dumb fucks. Yeah. That was <laughs> just assholes. That is really that. fucking cool. Yeah, I, I was like. That. Okay, maybe uh, I will spend, you know, $38 on one of your one-inch fucking miniatures. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you may have gotten a purchase oh, from me. So, like, I'm not just going to sit here and play Space Marine over and over again. Yeah, Space Marine's dope. Uh, but, dope. like, for this, are they, like, trying to, like, so it's a miniature game. Are they trying to kickstart, like, the the files so you could, like, download and 3D print your models? Like, oh. Or are they, like, going to do, like, a box set kind of thing? Hang on. Uh, let me check. Or let me. Wait, hold on. Think, is that a fucking it, thing? Because thing, that is yes. awesome. Yeah, that's common that, now. That is awesome. Yeah, that's everywhere. Are you kidding me? I, yeah, like, I believe it is. No, actually... I haven't been into it like lately. Yeah, that's. I got everywhere. a buddy that three D prints, and I don't even ask him about this shit. But he did tell me that he would download like like he would print anything. Oh, out. it's fascinating. So if, like if we get something, I like, um, so basically for a lot of these miniature games or miniature like creators, they just make the three D file, and if you're a Patreon like supporter to them or you just buy the file you can just like have an etsy store now and just like charge people to print the model full like legally there's no copyright bullshit involved oh wow so like you can just do that and i've done it a few times for some models i'm looking at one right now and they're great because like you could just do that as a business now like i so everyone's down (laughs) i'm I'm, let's enjoy this uh three years where that's still a thing yeah (laughs) games workshop's not happy but fuck them like i don't think they they can't do anything i think they realize it's like this is just around now (laughs) 
<laughs> well, if they expect to stay around, they can't be yeah, putting yeah. out these like mediocre games all like, the time. Yeah, three like, D printing is the future of war gaming, like miniatures in general. Like, I, I believe that. Yeah, it's really, yeah, cool. okay. it's really fucking cool. So, what are they doing? You so sell I, the, you, you make the models available. You sell the rule book. You make your coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do they think? Are they doing so, I this? think that there are digital copies available. I don't know if they're charging money for it, but if you want to get the source book through Kickstarter, it's fifty dollars. Okay, one hundred and fifty dollars uh, gives you the choice of one how do you how do you pronounce c-a-d-r-e cadre cadre okay cadre, yeah um and two hundred dollars gives you a uh choice of one cadre and the book uh oh so they're just doing yeah. their own miniature shit then like their own company yeah. okay cool yeah but you can oh. you can also yeah this is through privateer press i didn't mention that oh before, okay, but, uh, that, makes, okay. That, makes, that makes all the sense okay cool yeah i don't know anything yeah. about so this shit can, but i know that name yes yeah <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of this is as open source as possible but they also have miniatures available on their website they have they have all the products uh associated uh with this game okay on mm. you know uh, in their store so okay because like yeah a lot of yeah. indie peep folks who like don't have like a whole miniature company behind them will often like sell basically like the file to print your own yeah mm. yeah speaking yeah. of uh next well uh be seeing you is a, a surveillance rpg <laughs> uh, <laughs> isn't that what we have isn't that our lives now yeah well it's uh. about living in a surveillance state and i mean lives. like <laughs> it's real life this is almost redundant i mean <laughs> but is the, how you break the simulation you do the thing they're doing to you inside the simulation we're all cam girls for the surveillance state <laughs> yeah. yes um but yeah this is from for some reason my phone is freezing on me uh fuck you okay hang on god damn it do, do. legal pads brought to you since 1946 <laughs> Um, come on, you bitch. Uh, <laughs> so this is, this, it was fully funded by December 1st, but you, so that means you can uh, download your own, like if you go to the Kickstarter page, you can, or their uh, homepage, if you just Google it, you'll be able to find like a file that you can download for the source book for absolutely free. Mm -hmm. uh, All right. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's uh, what's up. But... <sighs> Uh-oh. Yeah, we should probably maybe edit this out a little bit. What happened? Uh, my phone is not moving, and it just exited out of the fucking page that I needed. <laughs> I what understand. Is your, what is your problem right now? God damn it. <sighs> I blame Amazon server whatever that's Amazon down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was that uh, second it. cup of coffee. I realized. Yep, you got okay, it. Okay, okay, you, okay. All okay, right. cool, cool. So I'm now. keeping it in. I'm leaving. Okay, have a good day, baby. Bye, hose. Bye. <laughs> 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 that is staying in. Um, All right, so this is by Tanya Floater. Um, okay. Or Floker, sorry, Tanya okay. Floker. Uh, okay, it was fully uh, fully funded on December first. Yeah, holy shit, like, they got uh, 6,000 pounds out of a 250-pound goal. Nice. Um, cool. So, like, yeah. what, do you, what do you do with this, though? So, it's a role-playing game. Is it pencil and paper? So, or? Yeah, it's pencil and paper. Okay. And you play as one of four factions. So, you're either, like, the... 
So this is what where it diverges from reality because you can play as the uh, as the um, the overseer essentially. <laughs> uh, huh? um, so you that's play a, as that's the a complicated word with an interesting history. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, and it takes inspiration from the old 1960s show, The Prisoner. So uh, you play as, so, okay, you can play as the prisoner, playing the collectively created central protagonist, forced to choose between compliance, defiance, or attempting escape. Uh, You can play as the village, which sets the scenes in an an ambiguous, timeless, open prison. You you also control technology and any environmental factors. Mm. Uh, you can play as the administrator, the latest in a string of an antagonists, each placed in charge of the village. Implement a new force, <laughs> and implement, uh, implement a new plan to force the prisoner to give themselves up. I didn't realize. Or that you can. I didn't realize you're playing as like the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you you're essentially playing as. Uh, it seems like just. I don't know how this works exactly. I don't know how this game works, but it seems interesting. It seems well, like... Yeah, I, I kind of like... It's an evolution of this idea that, like, that some video games had that like when you streamed, uh, you could interact with the game. Yeah. So, like, you know, you, you could just add an enemy. Like, well, here, we're going to randomly spawn a fucking enemy here kind of stuff. Like... So th- this is just that, okay, so you're you're the setting and traps. Uh, you're the control guy. You're the security force hunting them down, and then you're the protagonist. Yeah, or and, you play as the residents, uh, or or you can play as the residents, which you're essentially okay. just you know the the extras, um, you know one line dialogue people. So what what would it be like if you were compliant though? Would you be just like rubbing you know the boss's feet? Yeah, or maybe like, I don't know I, if you're into that. You could. <laughs> maybe That's you what could I'm saying. Like, Does it get weird? I mean, because this yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, maybe you could like I don't know uh, work your way into the system and topple it from the inside. That would be cool, actually. If you could change motives over time, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or maybe you're just into fur line, you know, shackles. I don't know, man. <laughs> there's no shame in a game. I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. All right, and finally, we've got coin ops. You'll like this. You will appreciate this one. It's called uh-huh. Salvage Union, a tabletop RPG uh, powered by the Quest Engine. Um, okay. The world is dead. Arcologies. <laughs> dot- yep. <laughs> Arcologies dot the landscape, but are home only to the corporate elites and those who serve them. Those who wish for freedom live instead out in the waste, eking out a living amid the dust storms, drought, and the monsters that plague the landscape. The more enterprising see a third way. A collective of like-minded folk not content with waster life or corporal serfdom. A collective with the desire to realize their own destiny. Mutual aid, bitches! It looks like it's time to join the Salvage Union. And their promo picture is essentially an AT-AT, but made out of, like, just random pieces of shit. Does it it have, like, uh, that that construction yellow with, like, black stripes on it? It does, actually. Yes! This, so, yeah. How do they? How did they find out? They did. They. This is where you. If you take my metadata, you make something exactly like this. The first, <laughs> the first five fucking words of this had me because it was like the Earth is dead. That's four, and then Arcologies. My DJ, <laughs> my DJ night at Iota when it was still open was called Arcology. Yeah, you, you've dialed yes. me in. It's almost like Death Stranding and like. Hell you know, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it looks it looks bonkers. Like it so you're basically what? a mech pilot. You and you're just look you are looking around the waste. Salvage Union, huh? Yeah. yeah. Salvage mm-hmm. Union. It is uh fully it is uh it's got about four times the uh, the amount that it uh um uh four times its goal. Uh so it's got forty thousand dollars out of the ten thousand that they wanted to get for it. Um, and there are 27 days left to go if you want to back this project and get your own, like, own, uh, source book, uh, and that kind of, and, um. What's it, uh, what are they asking? Um, hang on. I just, this is the first time since we've discussed tabletop RPGs this entire year that I actually grabbed my notebook and wrote the name of one down to purchase. (laughs) So if you pay five pounds, you'll get a salvage union pack. Uh, salvage union dice is for 15 uh pounds what's the top tier the top tier hang on it looks like yeah it looks like they're actually not asking for a whole lot they're the most they're asking for is like 20 pounds fucking um, a yeah yeah, yeah That's uh cool. yeah and Goddamn. i got pay him that in a tip yeah and it looks like i'm sure that this is another uh another situation where you can download the source book uh online as well so i'm looking into that 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 sounds fucking fun as shit you have to understand the most anticipated video game for me right now is uh hard space wait 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 wait. no i i fucked up sorry uh top tier is 100 pounds or more Um, oh boy okay wow but uh and that's when they just send a mech to your house but you get you get the uh, well, it's called the Salvage Container, and it's got the special edition of Salvage Union in hardback with dust back, with dust jacket and a digital copy, all physical and digital stretch tools. And wait, um, a custom set of five Salvage Union D twenty in corporal blue and Salvager orange. Dope. The stretch goal. Uh, hmm. Uh, you get a Salvage Union crawler number two hundred seventy nine patch. Okay. And which I will wear proudly on my Gundam T-shirt. We were here first, module. Uh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we okay. These are mods. Okay, done. Uh, so we were here first, false flag, and salvage union number two hundred seventy nine. So that we need to we need to contact them and have them on the show. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, that's a that that's a that's a command like call there. Like that has to happen. This is fascinating. Anyway, and, yeah, and Jesus you, Christ. But if you just want the the uh, source book, then um, you have to pledge fifteen pounds or more. That's fine. It's still not bad, yeah, honestly, no. for a source yeah, book. It really isn't for role well, playing. Like a source yeah. book's like fifty bucks, and then you buy modules for it. You're you're getting over a hundred pounds easy. Yes, yeah, seriously. Fast. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, fuck, that's worth it. Yeah, I paid fifty dollars just for the Alien RPG book. Yeah, like, that's yeah. yeah. They're not asking for a lot just for like the source book. No, even if and it also, is just a PDF, that, that kind of fits with like the concept. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's really not like super extravagant to get your hands on the fucking thing. It's it's gonna proliferate a little quicker that way. Yeah. But I, that sounds fucking hilarious and fun. Yeah, yeah, that um, sounds great. I'm in. Yeah. Okay, so for video games this month, we've got Mecha Jammer that came out on December second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mecha Jammer is so you guys remember? Uh, do you guys remember Death Trash? Yes, looks a lot like Death no. Trash okay. to me. What's I know, Death uh, Trash? There is 
I think there's a flesh kraken. Yeah, you remember yes. that? Death, <laughs> death trash is like you, this. It's it's post apocalyptic, and you essentially get exiled from uh, a society, and you've got like cybernetic implants, and you're walking around this wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and this is so. This is a turn based combat game. Um, okay. Freely roam through the streets of an off-world cyberpunk city, the killer jungles outside its walls, and the occult syndicate horrors below. So, um, yeah, it's this is essentially you're in a colony. Well, you were in a colony, um, or you are in a colony, and it it's given me a lot of like the way it looks gives me like Shadowrun for the Super Nintendo vibes. Okay, like, that's sort of a yeah. Um, Does it have a vomit on two, command? Is button? it like two D? What? Is it 2D or like quarter like, down? Like it, a, is, <coughs> it is. It is. So it's, this is a really, in, it's isometric. Um, okay. It's got that really interesting sort of new graphical thing where they, uh, they make 3D models, but then they map 2D pixels over them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It looks. And I. Uh, I'm in, okay. Yeah, yeah. It looked cool from what I'm I've trying seen. to wrap my yeah. brain around that, but I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I'll, Rec- I'll just it says recruit it. large squads of mercenaries, gang members, and thieves as companions. Issue oh. commands to the whole squad to keep the turn-based ca- combat fast and exciting. You and That's... your you and your crew of deserters have crashed onto a hostile jungle colony. To escape, you must gather rumors, bribe enemies, and earn trust through completing missions. In this immersive sim. Choose your path wisely, as your story options will shift with every choice. Hmm. I didn't realize it was an open world, actually, because I also, remember that sounds like a lot of writing. Yes, yeah, because I've seen yeah. it, I've seen the demo. Is it voice acted or all text? Yeah, I mean, I I know that this one has been in develop de- nah, development for a while. Ooh, um, okay, because I've. I keep my eyes on this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, sure, sure. I've seen the demo look kind of linear, but I'm surprised that like it's a sandbox. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyways, uh, so on December 7th, uh, the day before this recording, Beyond a Steel Sky was ported to all major consoles. Transient, the extended, and if you guys don't know what uh, Beyond a Steel Sky is, that is the uh, sequel to Beneath a Steel Sky. It's full Mm -hmm. 3D. I have it. I haven't played it yet because I uh, just backlog, man. It's a bitch. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But Transient extended... Uh, the extended edition comes out for all major consoles on dis- on the day of this recording, actually. Um, so, uh, Transient is... Hold on. <laughs> um, it's, it is described as Lovecraftian cyberpunk horror. And they do build on some of the uh, of Lovecraft's, you know, mythos, mm-hmm. which, you know, like... Tentacle monsters, Elder God... Uh, yeah, racism. Yeah. racism. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I'm like, we we should probably uh, uh, try and Just try and do new things. Well, Lovecraft, yeah, had, dis- had, like, Lovecraft had a cat named N Word. Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Like it wasn't. He was called out in his time, which was a racist time yeah, for being I mean, racist. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. other writers he knew. The Cthulhu shit's cool. I love that fucking level in like just the idea that there's something so large and powerful that it doesn't even notice you. 
Yeah. It's yeah. that's that concept is the thing we mine from that and then we make sure we talk shit about it. Yeah, it's been like, used in fiction many times, but also like there's a lot of other writers that Leave and Lovecraft were like was friends with who were significantly less racist and just mm. in deserve as much attention as he oh, did. Yeah. Kafka, who was the there was another guy, contemporary. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean Well, no, no, for sure. But there was a, there was another guy around oh, There's a few, man. Well, no, there's a guy now. Uh, Jeff Vandermeer, who wrote, you know, Annihilation. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. That, that trilogy, shit. that shit is amazing. Yeah, that, like, yeah, fucking Lovecraft, Lovecraft. <laughs> like, it does. I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start, stop saying Lovecraft and be yeah, like Vandermeerian. Yeah, or Cosmic Horror. You can just go with Cosmic Horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, because, I don't know, I just feel like he was... It's it's conflicting because he was a racist asshole, but he's also responsible for like for at least popularizing this. Well, here's, uh, here's the thing: he's not responsible. Crazy. He just made it. The people who like people who knew him after his death are the ones who like really preserved it. Otherwise, we would have no what? idea who H.P. Lovecraft is. It was like Link Carter and Clark mm-hmm. Ashton Smith, who are both yeah. very good writers who deserve like to be mentioned as well. Like yeah. they're the ones who like preserved it. Like people in the seventies are the ones who like really pres- like put this stuff but forward. My point is, I don't think that before Lovecraft, you know, cosmic horror was really a thing. No. So, well, I mean, there's the book of revelations. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's like, yeah. there's like every, every instance of an angel appearing in the Bible. And the first thing they say <laughs> is be not afraid. Yeah. Because don't... they look fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it isn't. It isn't like Christopher Walken in the prophecy. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's yeah. not like angels don't look like people. No, it's not like the the dude in Brazil when he's hallucinating and he's got the suit of armor and the wings. No, no, no. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like oh my god. It's anyway. not even like it's not even like Wings of Desire with uh, Bruno Gans and and, and uh, fucking dude. No, it's like, anyway. It's, yeah, here's yeah, yeah, go, go. yeah. Here's the description for the uh, for uh, transient though. In the distant post-apocalyptic future, what is left of mankind lives in an, unclo- in an enclosed citadel created to survive the harsh outside environment. De- mm-hmm. Delve deep into this dystopian world and, and investigate what is happening to you and your friends. Solve puzzles, hack systems, and plug in to explore other dimensions. Discover a truth that might tear apart your sanity and question your very existence. I do that anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But see, it's a game, guys. Like, oh right! So it's our wives. That makes it. That makes it's it not fun. just. It's just not my first ten minutes of every morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Moving on. Uh, super <laughs> psychosis. You play as. So it's us. It's so this literally is literally us. <laughs> <laughs> so you play as an AI, and it's it's a very Doom like game. It's a pseudo three D game okay. where you are. Mm. Um, tracking. Well, you are trying to. You're essentially an antivirus system, but then you go crazy because you uh you your consciousness and an unbridled desire for cruelty have awakened so it's so it's very it like from what i've Third. seen of it it's very wolfenstein very doom um okay meets like a bunch of you're inside this uh inside this facility essentially okay um right. and you have to kill viruses i think that are demonic looking uh, so it's like it's like doomtron Yes, Doomtron. Cool. That's what we should call it. Okay. And finally, on uh, December... Wait, oh shoot, I missed one. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, on December 21st, uh, 
Lacuna is coming to Xbox consoles, and on the 28th, it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. Okay. And... Boxing at me. Okay, go fuck yourself. That's all. <laughs> I did... I think I did mention Lacuna before. I, I played a demo of it, and it starts off, you're on... I think you're on... I want to say it's Mars. Um, and uh, it starts off with a terrorist attack, essentially. Um, mm. But the thing that they're trying to... the it's It looks like a very cinematic platformer meets, um, meets adventure game. Um, but it's... Uh, um, God, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, Mars, so, terrorist yeah. attack. Yeah, so uh, the, the thing that they're trying to pimp up is uh is the fact that you know your your choices have weight as you know a lot of a lot of games nowadays are doing but uh and yeah. on december 31st non-compliant a uh virtual reality cyberpunk platformer comes out okay you, hmm. you wake up in a garbage incinerator without information of your environment oh that's every saturday night man yep mm-hmm. <laughs> first 20- 10 minutes of every day in 2085 <laughs> Bodies became a luxury consumer product. The wealthy wear them like clothes, leaving mil- millions of claimants waiting for an organ that will never arrive. Uh, mm-hmm. Never arrive. Their wallet being too small. So today, yes, okay, go on. Right. You okay. walk. You walk in. A, you begin in a transparent tank under the scrutiny of a haughty and arrogant woman. But that okay. I didn't read that before, so that's like that's an odd sentence for me. But. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, she does not seem satisfied, and the scientist in charge evacuates the player to the incinerator. Hmm. As yeah. you do. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, that comes out December I've, 21st. I've worked uh, at a hotel before, man. I just. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Herdelia's <laughs> Legacy. That's who they're called. Okay. Um, I mean, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Where, like, you were just made to be somebody. Like, imagine, like, this. I imagine this person you're playing as was just kind of like designed. And just imagine being yeah. designed with a consciousness, consciousness and a soul, just so you could be somebody else's pair of pants. Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's just you're not actually designed with a soul at all. Maybe you just accidentally develop one. Yeah, you're just like maybe a that's slave, what it is, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ugh, all right, oh, and that's that's all I got. Wow, shit. Two hours later. <laughs> uh, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the holidays. Uh, it's December. Well, edit it in post. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh by edit and post you mean leave it all yeah okay, cool, cool. yeah yeah <laughs> oh man I, uh, look all right scum, well, scum, fucking uh, scum scum ru- ruin it for us yeah um, please. <laughs> let's talk about the some dumb shit I'm gonna, I'm gonna say up top i tried to take notes for this i really did but like a co- like some sort of cosmic horror the more i learned about it the more my mind rejected the information <laughs> it took like five <laughs> hours to do like a shit like literally a few paragraphs and then copy paste the rest of the article like yeah, my brain, brain like, just what? melted yeah so. it was like me watching that goku midnight eye i was just like <laughs> basically i'm yeah. fucking so like seven minutes in i'm, I'm like going, i'm out there's <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna start this off with a jalopnik article who's by elizabeth blackstone whose title sums it up adequate adequately for the first part of this is the title is "This Whole Metaverse Mega Yacht NFT Makes Me Want to Die." <laughs> yep, and, yep, and it does. The meta, quoting the article, the the Metaflower Super Mega Yacht just sold for six hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the sandbox virtual world. 
Hey, yeah, if he yeah, gives yeah. me six hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I will think about a yacht in my mind for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can call me whenever and ask me if I'm thinking about it, and I'll say yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so, easy, that that's more practical than this. It'll last longer. <laughs> So I'm going to read the title. I'm going to read coin ops. Tell, <laughs> describe to me the mega yacht again. Tell me about it. It <laughs> looks starts, like guy just starts uh, jerking off on the other end of the phone. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm like, it looks like a giant penis <laughs> <laughs> with a helicopter. A on the giant back. streamlined penis. Oh God. It has a helicopter pad, but no helicopter. The helicopter's <laughs> gone. <laughs> I showed you a picture of this. That's picture. another two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I call I showed you the picture of this thing. It looks like shit. Oh yeah, no. Like, I, I, it look, looks so I've, fucking dumb. It's so it, bad. Like, I have built Lego boats that look better than that. Okay, absolutely. So, also, it's called the Metaflower Super Mega Yacht. That's literally what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's okay. called. Mm-hmm. Somebody, what, what makes it super mega? Okay, exactly. look. The words super and mega. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read what little notes I have. That's <laughs> fine. Bought this no, I'm not gonna just read my notes because it, it, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of curses in my notes. So the, the someone Wait, and what like you you think anybody who's listening to this is gonna care? This is this is yeah. true. So quote the megavert the metaverse. Someone in this game called the Sandbox, which I'm going to explain in a little bit what the fuck that is, bought a parcel. I wish you wouldn't. They bought a. <laughs> someone bought. A parcel of fake land, right? It's fake real yep. estate that you buy with Ethereum. <laughs> just, just, just hold on. Maintain. No. Maintain. I'm trying. Oh, my God. They, they bought this thing called Lands, which is fake <laughs> real estate in a game called the Metaverse for Ethereum coin, which is supposed <laughs> to be... <laughs> Sounds really bad. Yeah. Now that I'm really oh gonna, I'm like, this is not real. This is fake. This <laughs> the, no, what this is is hyper reality. This I'm is gonna, hyper reality. I'm gonna <laughs> sell you a voxel in Minecraft for four hundred thousand dollars. We were going. I thought this was going to take longer for us to get to this point, but no. Apparently, like, oh my god! You just you literally pulled the shoot in the first three minutes of talking. Like you, it's <laughs> we're in fucking. I don't. Where do, what do we say? What do you say? What do you say? I'm crying. Oh fuck! This is literally the opposite of the thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, where you have to make a deal with like your your the artist and the in the audience have to make a deal, and you have to act in good faith for that deal to work. This yeah. is literally the opposite. This is the negative I can't inverse breathe. like version of that. Oh, this is the. Hey, you want to buy a bridge in Brooklyn? <laughs> this is literally it. This is it. Oh, it's just, but there's a computer involved. Oh, I'm just going to, I got a, I got a survival radio over there. I'm just going to oh, wind God. it for the rest of this episode. I can't, um, I can't breathe. I can't oh, see. God. I have tissues next to me, thankfully. I'm just going to sit Jesus here and, and wind my uh, radio because this is the end of things. We've lost it. I'm fucking reading it. got to make sure I can charge my phone later. I'm, I'm going to be just... Like, I mean, just like, fuck reality, oh, I guess. God, like, It can't be real, but it is. Just wind that radio up, get ready for the fucking siege. <laughs> okay, so...
Okay. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. I, I can't wait till they sell NFE, NFT weapons. And you, then, like, they, they go storm something with, with some sand. NFT weapons. You can in the sandbox. Okay. I can't. We're going to get into it. Okay, look. Uh, okay, right. I'll calm down a little bit. Yeah. We're good. We can, we can proceed can like humans. Okay. Holy fuck. So, the sandbox. It is a game. I am not on... I am not on nearly enough drugs for this. Yeah, you're not. Just saying. This is this is why everything broke down. So the sandbox. I can see the event horizon, I sent, but I can't. <laughs> I sent you guys. I sent I sent coin ops the link. I sent, no, I put it in, in, no, in our I, chat. I yeah, it. Yeah, it yeah, 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 it was in the chat. It was in the yeah. chat. No, so yeah. the sandbox is basically a very, very okay. I can't reiterate enough. Everything I'm about to talk about, it all looks like shit. It yes. it looks like yes. stuff that's either been done before. You know what? No, it looks like stuff that's been done before, but worse. It looks like a bad Counter-Strike map. It looks bad. It looks mm-hmm. like bad Minecraft. And what it is, mm-hmm. the idea is with the sandbox. <laughs> oh, I can't talk now. My God. The Minecraft, you mean? Yeah. Ba- it, <laughs> no, because Minecraft looks uh, better than this because Minecraft knows no, what No, it is. that's what I'm saying. Look, this, is, got, this is just the know, dog they, shit They're going version, for right? something stylistic, at least, with Minecraft. Yeah, because the, the, yeah. just... the idea is it's all made with voxels, right? You, you already know what I'm right. talking about. You've seen a thousand other things that look exactly like this. But the yeah, idea yeah, with the metaverse, yeah. it, with the sandbox, is that someone looked at all these wonderful games, Minecraft, Valheim, um, Conan Exiles, fuck that game, by the way, and like other survival mm-hmm. crafting games, and said, you know what those need? Capitalism. Because in the sandbox... <sighs> You can buy lands. They call it lands. L-A-N-D, land. I don't know what it's abbreviation of. Fuck them. But mm-hmm. you buy, just, you, I don't want to know. Yeah, that never. Just, don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's might like, go postal if I let's, find out. Let's all randomly die. No. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's all and die. Let's all neg David. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But look, it, it, the idea is like you buy this digital land and you what you create, you own that land because people looked at Minecraft and like the example they give in the article, she it breaks it down really well for us idiots because she admits that she doesn't get this shit either. And who is who is this? This is this wonderful article <laughs> that just mirrors how we all feel is by Elizabeth Blackstock. Badass name. Mm. And yeah, what it yeah. is is like mm. It, okay, let's say you build something in Minecraft, right? This is the example she gives. Right. You build something in Minecraft, right? Minecraft, you, even though you bought the game, you own the game, technically still owns what you made. In the sandbox, yep. after you spend, and we'll get to how much money it costs to buy a piece of fake real estate, when you buy a bit, oh. uh, you, when you buy land, you own what you build on it. And you are allowed, uh, for real uh-huh. money, because Ethereum is based on real money, you can rent it, you can, you know, like people on it. I guess I believe you can hire people to work on it, like some horrible nightmare future. And what you own basically what you make on your fake real estate, and you could do basically whatever you want with that thing. Oh my god, you guys! Just <laughs> that's the best. Animal I- Crossing New Horizons costs sixty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait. Oh, also, hold, hold on. We're gonna get to it because there is a Minecraft tie-in because Minecraft. You could import what you build in Minecraft. To the sandbox. So it's, how does that like sell it? Fucking so. I look. I just. I, I, th- I can't. Yeah. And, uh, there's like. <sighs> yeah. Can't the thought mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. move to the front of my brain. <laughs> I like. Didn't you just so, say that Minecraft owns all of like not anymore? Right. 
okay, so like well, Microsoft that, owns that, Minecraft not, now. Like Notch isn't involved that's not anymore. Illegal, no, uh, it clearly Minecraft. Minecraft. Like I'm gonna read off the weird partners that are part of the sandbox and it's not going to be who you expect but minecraft like microsoft has nothing to. i don't believe microsoft has anything to do with this so no, but it's clearly no. not illegal to just port something you built in minecraft and then port it to the sandbox because how would that be ever I, be illegal that'd be weird, a couple right? yeah it'd be yeah. a copy yeah so who gives yeah. a fuck but the point you just control yeah. cheat see your shit the point is, is it's be an a, nft this is like shit okay logo it's like shitty second life but like <clears throat> voxels and like the idea is is you own everything you build for like real money so let's oh well here let's do this let's do this let's <laughs> everyone listening and and you guys think about every game that has user created content mm-hmm. okay every game like uh trials uh whatever fusion you can make your own courses sure. um uh, the hot wheels fucking racing game you can make your own courses there's uh, all those games where you mm-hmm. can make your own maps Doom, you can make your own like map that. yeah like- now think about navigating all of the shitty ones yep. now yeah. think about how much some asshole says they're going to cost mm-hmm. now you, like if you want to use this map it costs you costs you like one ten thousandth of an uh, ethereum whatever Do, okay okay no just to play very optimistic of you to think it's going to be cost that much <laughs> well i'm just i want them to feel good about themselves before they inevitably all start throwing themselves off bridges yeah, that's the next thing but like get to is how much a piece of land cost Oh no, it's ridiculous, and it's only what like six pixels or six voxels or something, or is it yeah, like, so like nine square? I looked it up immediately on the website yeah. OpenSea, which is a NFT uh, selling platform. So you could buy. This is the other thing about fucking NFTs. There is like some legitimately good art on it, but this shit dominates yeah. it. So like, right? Let's say first look, first result for land is twenty five Ethereum, right? How, what twenty five Ethereum? That's Hold a up. great special effect. Hold up a sec, sorry. Yeah. I gotta feed my cats. Oh shit. <laughs> well, you, that's, Forgot that about awesome. that, sorry. No, just that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, keep going. Yeah, we'll just catch them up. Okay, so 25 Ethereum, right? That's literally the first thing that comes up. Would you like to That's insane. Would you like to hazard a guess of how much 25 Ethereum is right now? I'm just thinking of the kid that years ago bought a Domino's pizza for 15 Bitcoin and just how he's probably like yeah. not doing great. No, I want you to take a guess. How much is 25 Ethereum in United States uh, dollars? What's that going for now? Like, what is it, like $25,000 or some shit? It is $4,401 okay. uh, for 25 right, Ethereum right. for a piece of fake land. $4,000 for a pixel. Yes, that you could build your shitty pixel shit on. And somebody bought... Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't <laughs> we... Ske- That's the other thing like... I couldn't figure out. I don't know. Jesus. Oh, God. Because so, somebody bought a, so somebody bought a yacht that somebody made in the sandbox for 650 k And it, where it says it has a helipad, a pool, a deck, all these things. Like, is it's describing as if it's a real yacht, but it looks like something that was made in something that's cheaper than Minecraft. There are there are Lego models that look better. It looks like yep shit. Like it's, it's so shit. bad. And there are Super Nintendo games that look. It's so. It's just. I remember <sighs> playing games like this in the nineties, like before indie gaming was a thing. I got mm-hmm. a. Uh, I remember we had as a kid. Well, when I was a kid, we had a like a compendium of a bunch of independent games. Mm-hmm. And they were all dog shit, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was like over a thousand games, and it was made by a bunch of, you know, developers who were trying to, uh, 
like mm-hmm. get their name out there. But like, mm-hmm. this is like just a step above vector graphics shit. You know what, what it reminds me like. of? It reminds me of like the boat you see in a top-down scroller for less than two seconds because it's not a target. It just sits on the edge of the screen and it moves so that you have a sense of motion. Exactly. Like, That's not 100% to, what it is. Like, I you're not supposed to notice it. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't understand the appeal. So hold, I was good. Okay, the partners, right? Who's partnered with the sandbox? Who's partnered with this shit? And I'm going to go through them. Is <gasps> Snoop Dogg, The Walking Dead, Adidas, South China Morning Post, the Band Avenged Sevenfold, Richie Houghton, The Smurfs, Hell's Kitchen. Richie Houghton? I am not. Listen, uh, Avenged Sevenfold does not surprise me at yeah. all. No. Yeah. You know but what? I, but for different, for different reasons. Oh, wait, let me finish. Rollercoaster. Richie Houghton doesn't surprise me. No, no, no. <laughs> Rollercoaster Tycoon World, Dead Moss, Atari, Care Bears, and a whole long list of. of little company of companies i've never heard of before so like houghton strikes me as the type who's just like oh fuck these guys i'll get some money out of this yeah basically you know what i mean like he doesn't seem like he's like he's like oh i guess there's something here but like he's not the scam type he's more like high fashion uses him to do fucking runway music now yeah i'm sure that for snoop dog too which isn't a diss he's just like yeah, I'll take your money and I'll say some yeah. shit about well, it. He, well, yeah. Here's the thing. What, we'll get into this. I just think Avenged Sevenfold found out about this in like an InfoWars forum and then it was just like, yeah, let's do this probably. shit. Like we, we, you're, there's a lot of There's st- always ever only two people involved in shit like no, this. No, there's like, actually like, a lot of taking and the people getting took. Yeah, there's know, a lot of celebrities who no... are like down with this. The next thing I'm going to talk about oh, yeah. has quite a few of them. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it. it's just I like I a Reese Witherspoon has just gotten into NFTs. <laughs> interesting okay all right sure sure and i can't uh, i can't figure maybe we'll talk about it you know we'll talk about the appeal of this yeah, after my yeah. second thing i'm gonna get into because yeah. th- that's the one where it's like it has a little bit more of a concrete appeal the yacht thing mm-hmm. baffles me don't fucking know why maybe because they thought it was yeah. funny but if you have that kind <laughs> of money to throw around at like a basically ironic humor fuck you in the midst of a fucking existential if, crisis, yeah. so this really is what you're doing like, with your resources. Yeah. Go fuck What yourself. it really sounds like is just money laundering, honestly. Oh, no, it is. It is. It is. There like, was this article. Uh, there's an article I just saw. I, I wish I had read it, but they wanted me to subscribe. But like the, the first three like fucking paragraphs of it were basically that like 80% of exchanges um, like on Ethereum, you know, like any kind of, of, of uh, meta coin yeah. Yeah. is straight up like people doing it to themselves it's like yeah. li- literally they're selling it to themselves to like pump up interest and that's all it is yeah like the, the bubble's becoming apparent and it's getting it's getting a little yeah. fucking well, scary for some of these people yeah like once the irs starts taxing this shit no this is oh, all yeah. gonna start crumbling because it, it again the people who make our laws are like fossils so they don't understand this shit i have trouble understanding yeah. this shit yeah well, it's like it's like the the I know Bastards was saying, he's like, you know, these libertarians, they always start out that way, but they always end up inventing the thing that they try to do, you know, get rid of. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yep. And they need regulation. That's why you have Coinbase. That's why you have like uh, the, all these traders yeah. that exist and stuff, you know, yep. like it's, yep. well, it's just a bank. They hold your shit, right? It's a bank. You just made a bank. Congratulations, genius. Yeah. So they just invented. Like, the banks we have don't work. So now you just made a carbon copy of it. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. So they Fuck. just invented uh, <laughs> art, like money laundering through art. art yeah yeah but not even art 
You showed me those stupid apes. That's like oh. modern. You're talking about <laughs> modern art. Art. Modern art. Like the bad kind of modern art. Like take the money and run. Yeah. Although right. I do respect that. I do, I do respect that. Uh, I, that, I like that, that dude. Take the money and run was genius. They, but and, like I don't know. In if, these times, I can't blame them. Talking, on, I wish more talking about apes. <laughs> That's the next thing I'm gonna <laughs> fucking talk about. Is because one thing led to the other. Because how could I? I can't put it off any longer. We have to talk. talk. How just, could you? Just how could it. you avoid just, it? Just do it. Just do it. We're all <laughs> anesthetized. Rip the fucking bandaid off already. I. <laughs> we have to talk about the board ape yacht club. God. So I have an article from C. Cool, we did next. <laughs> I have an article. This is where, like, this is the part of the cosmic horror book where you find the note of like, "Oh God, please help me!" It comes, and the and the, and the writing trails off. This is where I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> this is where keep, I just copy keep going. paste I gotta, the whole part. This is gotta, where your brain broke. Yeah, this is where I gotta, I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> I got a dog. I got a dog crying. I'm gonna mute myself and keep going. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, there's a wonderful article from CNET by Daniel Van Boom mm. about the Board Ape Yacht Club. So, in case you don't know what the Board Ape Yacht Club is, they are. It says in my notes that notes them these fucking apes. What is it? It's both an NFT and an exclusive club for assholes. Yeah. So the apes are. It, in case you don't know what an NFT is at this point, they're basically. Originally, the whole point of an NFT is the idea that you can own own in the concrete. Ter- I mean that, and they they mean it in the concrete word of own, a piece of basically a JPEG. It's saved on the blockchain. And it's supposed to be proof that you are the only person in the world who owns this, even though I could totally right click and save it. You know, like the yep. like that board ape I sent you guys to go look at. Yeah. So, but good luck suing everybody who misuses your uh, your art. There, but here's the thing. Uh, yeah, because that's the thing. You own that. And that's the same thing with this. So that's what an NFT is, the best I could describe it. And the Board API Club is a huge collection of NFTs made from randomly generated parts, all com- compiled, making a bunch of board apes that are NFTs that you can buy. And the whole idea is like very similar to like trading cards that some are rarer than others. And so they are, you know, more expensive. So the first one, <laughs> like the land, the first board ape that I sent you guys is worth 42 Ethereum, which is $4,395. Why? And that's a common one. Why? That's not you're, That's not even a rare one. You're, you're buying a piece. You're buying a picture. It's not even a, good art. That's the other thing. It's not even good art. It's procedurally generated, and they all look the same. So bad. You're buying something from a computer, like the ar- like not even a person, just a well, here's, fucking here's the algorithm. here's the appeal is that again, like the art style, like I could almost describe it as almost being like Tank Girl esque, except bad. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really because it's really bad looking. Like the board ape. Here's the thing that the artist behind the board ape yacht club, I've seen like his other works. He could, and they're actually compelling. This shit isn't. This is clearly like money grab shit. Yeah. And it, it's trading card shit too, because again, it's like, oh, some are rarer than others. And you could buy them on the OpenSea, again, the <sighs> NFT trading website. So, yeah. oh man. <laughs> it like, so they started in like April by these dudes who just, I can't, also, I can't 
find a reason for making this. I like for the guys who the the guys who created the board APOC club who are go by the names Gargamel, Gordon Goner, Emperor Tomato Ketchup and No Sass. Those are the ones who created the board APOC club. Okay, all right. Uh let's rate those. I think Emperor Tomato Ketchup is the best. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I you that, that you get ten points. Uh, the rest of them. What's the two first points. one? Gargamel. Gargamel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two points. Derivative. Um, what's the second one? Gordon Goner. It, all right. No sass. I mean, okay. That that that's a uh, six points because that that's an improvement on uh, get good. Yeah. Um, what was the last one? Oh, no sass. No, no sass. sass. No, no sass. Yeah. Five. Okay, whatever. But Emperor Tomato Ketchup, uh, bravo, good job. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Yeah. So, like, when these first created in April, like, they sold, the article says they sold out in, like, 12 hours, and there was 10,000 of them. But this is back when they sold for, like, $190 each. All right. So the ones that are being circulated um, are basically up for auction from these people. And you can see the price chart, and it's just gone up and up and up. And the thing that, what separates the Board API Club from other NFTs is that they're both an NFT, but they're also an exclusive membership to the board API club who have. Okay. Oh, wow. So it's like that little stamp of land in fucking Wyoming. <laughs> it's it, it, it basically, it's like they do. There's events. like a first. Among so, so, yeah, no, like they do events. Like they do like club. They actually did have like an actual yacht like, yacht party at one point. Like they had di- club, like on a real yacht on a real, or yeah, was it no, just on an like, actual yacht? No, Dead mouse playing chip so, tune insane. So this is for a, so this is for a club for assholes. Yes, there oh, are cool. celebrities well, easily avoided. Like Jimmy, I think Jimmy Fallon owns one. Like, okay. yeah. like the baby. Well, I mean, I think. he looks like them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, God damn. Like, so there are quite a few celebrities who actually own okay. membership into the board ape yacht club, and that's the thing is like that's what where the value comes from is the fact that. Well, like, next episode we're going to talk about why that really doesn't matter, but it does. <laughs> Oh, man. So it's like this has like a real world element to it. But it's kind of like if you have you weren't here, but I told I told Shadow like how much the like literally the first board ape costs and costs like four thousand three hundred and ninety five dollars. So for, that sounds like one of those significant numbers that means something to some like niche fucking group on a forum. Somewhere if you have now. that kind of disposable income, there's this other thing from hilariously enough. I didn't realize it's from the South China Post, who is a backer of the sandbox. But it was like they're trying to promote it like this one article of a girl in, I think, Hong Kong who bought, or uh, Beijing who hired, who uh, bought just one on a whim. And I'm like, if you have that kind of money to buy that on a whim, fuck you. Yeah. Like I can't, yeah. you, you can afford to have me imagine a uh, parcel of land. Whenever you call, I would tell you about <laughs> it. You just think of an ape every time you call. Now, what's the ape oh, doing? Hey, guess what? Dead mouse, dead mouse is playing in my head. You don't want to know what it sounds like. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. And cats. <laughs> it's fucking sweet. People are throwing their hands up. All yeah. four pixels. There's a lot uh, of glow sticks. A lot of a lot of glow sticks. A lot, a lot of, of black illicit, light. A lot of illicit drugs. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, How much will it cost me board. for you to tell me about this? Are people uh, just four thousand six hundred? I mean, like, are people just this? Like, it, you know what? Tired I think that- of being trapped essentially was, indoors i think there was this... something i remember reading not that long ago that talks about how like <clears throat> you do get an acquisition high but like once you have the thing it kind of wears on you 
So what could be more pure than buying something that doesn't exist? It's the act of purchasing that's happening here. So you just keep repeating that buzz over and over again. Oh, I'm the same way with Steam. Mm -hmm. Well, no, yeah. Anyone who has a backlog, anyone (laughs) who has a shelf of books, a third of which you've read. Oh yeah. Anyone who has um, uh, whatever fucking records you haven't listened to, and music but those are purchased. things that you can actually enjoy. Access. Give people right. yeah. and loan, yeah, right. or just give as gifts. I mean, you yeah. like you wouldn't it look. It's like it's like greed in its most ethereal. It's like literally seeing one of the ghosts of Christmas past. Guys, you I know? look at like, that eight just... picture and think that's worth more money than it that's in my bank account. Yep. There are people yep. in the world who can just spend that without even thinking. If I had the amount of money for that fucking yacht cost, I'd buy a house. Yeah. And, and there's like there's thousands of people all over the place. Like there's that whole uh, Twitter thread for some weeks ago that was like fucking hilarious where this guy's like, yeah, I just uh, control seed every single one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> And like people had meltdowns over it because like yeah. they believed in it so much yeah. they thought they owned like that's really you where can't it comes have out, a really? copy of it. It's just like no, nah, I could make it. I could make a Twitter account with one of these fuck like these chuckle fuck. Yeah, you could just that, board well, eight things funny, and say, "Oh, yeah. hey, I'm in the I'm in the club now too." Funny, you should say that because the article in CNET actually uh, had an interesting comparison. Is the idea of like you know in the '80s as a businessman you want a Rolex, right? Like that's the exclusive. You know, American Psycho yeah, right. Club thing, but like <laughs> right. like a Rolex, yeah, yeah. people will spot the fake one, and that's the whole idea I think behind the club aspect of this NFT. That like you like it gives you a real world presence, basically. But then mm-hmm. it just yeah. turns into a club for asshole rich assholes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I mean, like I I can get behind this more than the yacht, the the well the fake yacht well, the um, symbol. because because yeah, you are yeah exactly. It's a but it's just. But instead of getting a pin so that you on your lapel, you get something you have to log into a flat screen to access well, here's the or thing. add yeah. best yeah, yeah, yeah. VR or AR goggles. Here's the thing. And they're coming out with more yeah. exclusive stuff for people who are only part of the Board APR Club. And what it is, is okay. they're coming out with a mobile game that looks like shit. It looks like a basic bullet hell thing. And mm-hmm. what it is, is like... It, you. I don't know how they're going to do this, but apparently, like, you can only play it if you are a member of the club, and that they're going to give cool. like exclusive, like, like incredibly incredible prizes that are going to be probably worth stupid amounts of money. What What if you ended up like joining the YMCA, but the only thing that you could do inside is literally like hit a ping pong ball <laughs> into a plastic cup with a professional putter yes <laughs> i hope you like that game because that's all we have you have that i think they're making a cartoon too about well, here, here's the other oh yeah no they they threw up those uh movies and stuff yeah. and uh like everybody like it's funny because like you look at it and you go hey, that was dog shit and then you like scroll through your feed and you're like everybody's saying the same thing they're just like that looks like dog yeah, shit and but here's like, the thing yeah it does like all nfts if you own the ape you have exclusive rights to it. You have all copyright. Like they just hand, they hand that to you. There's one ape I was reading about called uh, the person who bought it. He named it Jeeves because it looks like a limo driver. He's making an entire novel, a fictionalized account of Jeeves and his time in the Board Ape Yacht Club. And he has like wow. talent, a real what world talent agents fucking, like got him on board. A, and he has like, I forgot what the fuck is writer. It's like a famous writer is going to be writing, Do helping you, him write the novel. And I just you know, lost my mind. How can people work so low price? This is as stupid as when they tried to launch that caveman show. For the, oh, right. No, (laughs) 100,000%. 
No, but for the low, low price of free, you can look at like what's in the public domain and do the same fucking yeah. thing. Like these people are idiots. They're just it's a it's people ostensibly so just like flaunting to make things. It's flaunting. And like yet, it's you not could just buy this shit and just churn out some shitty paragraphs about think about dumb shit. Like people work yeah, so hard. Make shit. Don't oh, no. don't like stop fucking consuming. Doesn't you fucking this doesn't fucks. make anything. Fuck. It doesn't give anything to the world. It just costs a lot of money. And also <laughs> it it destroys the environment. Because yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. here's the thing. Because right. it's on the blockchain. Yeah, w- right. Yes. And it's <laughs> so Bitcoin and Ethereum, the, the mining of both of those, and apparently there could only be like the mining of like seven of any cryptocurrency at any one time because math in the in the entire world. But basically, the mining of these two of Bitcoin and Ethereum, the two most popular, is the same uses the same exact same amount of power. And I don't know why we keep fucking bringing up Thailand, but it uses the same amount of power as Thailand. And that's like a nation of 90 million people. Well, it's just because it's hard to imagine the scale of energy that these things are using. Like when we talked yeah. about when China shut down their server farms because all this fucking shit was like just eating literally the power like requirements of the entire like nation. Small like sun. The entire island of. Well, no, it was Great Britain. Yeah. It was like literally like the island. It was just like the second they turned that off, they had access to like what four, you know gigawatts which is ridiculous amount of of fucking energy yeah and it's destroying the environment like we're basically for rich people to do this dumb shit think about the rainforest that be that are like basically being destroyed because of it like this is well it doesn't help that bolsonaro is like totally like we need more wood yeah like this and like letting these guys like murder the fucking people who live basically yeah it's like this shit proliferates our extinction (laughs) basically and i didn't never knew that like this is what the rich would do when everything went to shit, I expected him to be like, yeah, boy, I love the, the taste of Cambodian children well, is great. I expected them know, to be more open about that as opposed to just spending only, money on this dumb shit. Yeah, they only do it when like in, in two instances, one, when they think that they can get away with it. And two, if they think they can survive it, I yeah. mean, it's, and that's, that's their options because they're not thinking about like, well, I'm going to need people to mow my lawn in the apocalypse. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, I, I just feel I, like yeah. I've got. I feel like the people who are, food from Jim Baker. I'm gonna be great. <laughs> people who are buying into this bullshit just—they strike me as a bunch of cynical assholes who know that the world is going to shit, and they're turning their attention to the final frontier that we'll be able to explore—the digital frontier. To, yeah, and so oh, these no, things this will is, will uh, obviously like uh, this is Nero's fiddle. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, like that's. Where we're at. Oh, also, like, there's, I mean, a, there's a band that consists of, of three apes and a, one mutant ape. No, they don't. Stop talking. <laughs> um, gorillas exist. They've been signed on by Universal And Music it's Group. much better. It, I guarantee you it's going to be much better than your stupid fucking cartoon. It, it's, I just, it so the people who own those apes are going to take a cut because they have money and they bought dumb apes. God. And like I don't even even Way when this go. first came congratulations out, just you know even when this first came out I still wouldn't spend one hundred and ninety dollars on an ape because Patreon on, on like, something that a computer made Kickstarter Patreon all of these things are much easier yeah. and it's easier to be like more transparent with like the people you're trying to reach I don't have a hundred you know what I mean like that's the yeah. thing I no. don't have the like 
Imagine being. What if imagine, we did that? Like, can you imagine if we did that? We were like, it costs one hundred and ninety dollars to get access get, to our podcast. You could get a fucking ounce of weed for that, and just, that is a much better use. I'm just of thinking money about in my like, eyes. Oh, I'm just thinking about having the type of job security to be able to just one hundred ninety dollars is like an oil spend one hundred ninety dollars just on whatever. That would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be great. Imagine that. Yeah, one hundred ninety dollars is a is a very nice desk. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. It is, um, yeah. you know, it's a it's a single you can, tire. You can buy right? real things, you know. Like, I mean, these people <sighs> might all be thinking that they're going to upload their brains into the metaverse at some point. But that's, uh, that's one hundred ninety dollars. That'll make things real. No, I, apparently, I, I think... <laughs> until you know, until the metaverse shuts down, because you know, yeah, you know, Facebook what this has really is? shitty security. This is just the sandbox. Yeah. All of this, you know, what all of this is? It's our backlogs. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a thing you can't do anything with because you're busy doing other shit. Now, uh, basically, you know I mean? yeah. like, just, this is nope. just a way. It's imaginary until you're playing it. Well, this just involves, it, I think it's a, it's a game, but involves real money. And it just makes people, I guess, who have that kind of money. Like, there has to be like an ironic nihilistic humor behind the idea of just spending 25 Ethereum on fake well, land. Like, well, that's, that's it's like, it's like thinking that you're smart in general because you figured out one thing. Yeah, you know, and it's it's like no, that's not how it works. See Ben Carson, uh, you know, see Doctor Oz, see like uh, fucking Elizabeth Holmes. You know what I mean? Like you might be good at one thing with that, or, or like even Musk. You oh know what God. I mean? Like he's just really good at fundraising. Well, it's funny because yep. you know? a lot of people who like own board apes do like again, like look at the dumb shit that people are trying to do with their board apes. Like there is a business aspect behind it. Like they they see themselves. Well, no, I don't think it's dumb to start a band with three characters. No, it's not. Really it's drawn. dumb to do it like with this. But that's again yeah. the business aspect of it is they. Like basically, you're seeing themselves as fucking shitty entrepreneurs with like, hey, I got this weird yeah. co- character that I own copyright to. It's popular right now. What can I do with it? And it's a fact that fucking you know, big uh, groups like the fact that it's popular with anybody. Yeah, it's like it's the public perception. Like it's just it's they're say, it it's these people are saying, hey, this thing has value, even though it doesn't really. And then everybody fucking yeah, but, bought into. Yeah, it. But the genius is, is they have like real star-studded fucking parties in New York about this shit. That's the, yeah. sure. that's the no. hook is like, they know who their audience is and it's not, a, it's not you. This is going to, re- well, keep, keep all this shit like in mind, like next step. Um, because <laughs> that's a very, well, no, it's a very interesting, like advancement on the ideas. Okay. Like yeah. there's always, there's a, there's always this idea of like, you know, marketing and advertising and something like a motherfucker never tells you to buy a hat. Mm-hmm. What they do is. They go to fucking Paris and they make that hat popular. And then you read about it in a magazine and then it looks trendy and then you buy the hat. Yep. Like that's the whole trick to all of this stuff. So I'm just baffled at what the fuck this is trying to sell us on later, which is going to be like imaginary medical care, I guess. You know what I mean? Like I got a medical care. I got a defibrillator on the blockchain and I'm having a heart attack. Can I use it? (laughs) Yeah. You know, like what the fuck? doesn't well that's the thing it's funny you bring that up it's not practical this is a toy for the rich that's all i think it's really meant to be that's really it because it's a toy that can't even for us this is not for us it has no practical benefit because we want practical things like even in in, we need them we need them but this isn't for us because it's not meant to be practical this is meant to be a toy well you know if you have an incalculable amount of money then uh or well it would still be calculable but like uh incomprehensible amount of money again yes. like what are you gonna fucking spend your money on i guess you know if you've never cleaned your own toilet 
This is for you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Accurate. Yeah, all right. That's a good one. That's yeah. that's I uh, that's all I can think right. of with this. So, I mean, so it's, please, it's please do upload your minds to the metaverse. I, I'm looking forward to that day when you, that's know, like you just when you all cease look to like, exist. Remember, remember those play school toys? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a little ball for a head, and then like whatever's supposed to be a body, and then that yeah. little like the narrow part that's supposed to be the legs that actually fits into the, all the slots and shit oh, like that. Man. Yeah. That that's that's the metaverse. That's, it's just a bunch of people. Walk. That's all I got. Guys. Rec room, rec, I, rec room looked better than the metaverse. Yeah, anyway, like uh, I'm spent. That's all I got. <laughs> that's good. That's <laughs> I, I like I have no idea how long it took me just to like comprehend oh, I what feel I you, just but... tried to do because I'm like, and then I just gave up. <laughs> no, because I mean, there's no think out thinking it it's just like oh you believe that well it's bullshit but i couldn't fine. even get through the, the first energy. sentence I'm of too the notes i actually wrote because of how fucking ridiculous <laughs> it all sounds i i can't i lost my ethereal. i can't talk now like ethereum even sounds like a joke yeah yeah absolutely like, ethereum's meant to be like this vapor i'm gonna i'm gonna do here's a good joke farts in a jar i'm selling farts in a jar everybody oh, yeah. uh, it's gonna be <laughs> my wife's asshole coin <laughs> <laughs> oh, well it's the thing here's a here's a good joke ethereum wants to go like big by the beginning of next year they want to go green to combat like i mm. guess the bad pr i have yet to, to mm. find a complete description of how they're supposed to do that <laughs> yeah obviously they, they paint the create, they paint all of the server farms green the, <laughs> the creator <Yep>. said <laughs> the creator said were the creator of ethereum said some words and i could not find a description of what those words meant Anything that would back them up? Yeah, yeah I have no idea. There's no to. elaborate description of like what, how, right? How are you wow. supposed to cut? They're supposed to like cut down energy by like ninety, I forget, like however megahertz it's supposed to be. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, all right, how? And I cannot find a description. So we'll, we'll see. Well, here's congratulations, no, I know, I know, guys. No, no, you're we know apparently how. you are apparently scamming a lot of people very easily. I would feel better. we're all going to be on those. Uh, we're, we're gonna be on stationary bikes hooked up to generators. That's Here, what's look, gonna happen. I, it's gonna be fucking black mirror shit. Yeah, 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 yeah fucking, exactly. Yeah, a uh, hundred million merits or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah that's right. Nice. I would feel better about all this God. if it turned out to be a very elaborate, like practical joke art piece thing. Uh, like if this was actually uh-huh. a con, and they eventually come out and say this was a con, this was like a con, I'd look yeah. like an art like prank thing. I feel See, that, better that's about like, it, yeah. but I know that's not what this is because life is no. Because yeah. well, <clears throat> like a conspiracy theory, there's too many working. Exactly. Parts. Eventually, some dude's going to do too much of that fucking weird designer blow that you can get if your buddy's like a pharmacist, and then he's going to say, "Hey, well, yeah, man, this is just like a big old fucking thing we're doing," you know, because it's just like really funny. You know what I mean? Like somebody would have done that by now. It's been on yeah. like a couple weeks, a few months, whatever. Yeah. This this doesn't sound like satire. It sounds like fucking Alex Jones. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like you know just another like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pretend like I'm being satirical, but uh, I'm really not. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's like or or they eventually buy into the bullshit that they're selling, right? Because the modern grift is nothing but um, like use repetition to present a problem, then offer the source through some product or service. I mean, go figure that that a Toyota Rich would also be like probably crimes. Like it's oh, also sure. money laundering, you know. Absolutely. So it's like kind of yeah, go figure, right? Like, I mean, I I yeah, could have yeah. fun without committing like a series of horrible felonies, you know. I'll tell you what, yeah. man. If we could have four years where we don't have to pay taxes, but those motherfuckers did, I might learn to love America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Land of the free. Oh. So we, that's all I have. Oh, that's all you that's got. All that, well, that's I've worked. I, I can't. I'm done. I'm dead. I'm dead. No, it's fine. Because we, we need to we need to get to halftime here. Take yeah, a break, so let's back, do the plugs. Record the next week. Because we yeah, forgot so. last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're on all of these uh, social fucking media platforms of various uses, such as like uh, from least to most, I guess it would be uh, Facebook. Um, we are on, uh, say what else? Twitter, yes. um, at, under, uh, at Neon Dystopia and at L0WL1F3THE. Yes. We are also on, uh, what the fuck's the other one that's like, oh yeah, no, uh, we got the, our Patreon. Yeah, we do. Patreon.com. Yeah. Shout out uh, to all of our, uh, all of our sponsors. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so yeah. much. I'm terrible at updating the Woo. Patreon, by the way. So like, if you want, yeah. if you want up-to-date episodes on there, you can find us on Spotify. <laughs> Fuck Spotify. You can find us on Stitcher, whatever that is. You can find us on Google Podcast, which is what uh-huh. I use. And I don't even Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast, which I don't use. Yeah. And what, yeah. what else are we on? We're on a lot of things. Well, uh, oh, oh, yeah. And we're, we got a Discord, which yeah. is uh, it's the, uh, the Videodrome, the Neon Dystopia yeah. Videodrome. And it's, yeah, I, I, love, yeah. I love that. Like, so great. That's everybody, fun. Everybody who's joined so far has been really I cool. I love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. extremely fucking wonderful. It's yeah. fun fucking hanging out and yeah. just throwing memes at each other at the beginning of various uh, certain specific people's <laughs> uh, work shifts. Uh, I appreciate that. That's great. Yeah. No, it's you, you guys are great. Please come and, join us on that. And thank you also, guys, for like all the content that you've been like kind of throwing our way. I, I don't think uh, I don't think the NFT. I don't think we would have known about the NFT thing um, unless somebody was it. Was it less than less than uh, might have been. Um, I think so. Yeah. Probably posted that in the uh, comedy and politics forum. So, or the comedy and politics thread. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Had some, yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, we also just found out that I apparently am uh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm H. John Benjamin somehow. Yep. Yes. Who was I again? And, uh, well, actually, across. you know what? I can, I can kind of see it because I, I do kind of slur my words a little bit and I do have that <laughs> deep voice. So, <laughs> and then, and you're depressed, David. Oh, Christ. that's, uh, yeah. So, that's <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that. That's incredible. I, I, yeah, I literally rarely do I laugh out loud, and that was a straight up coffee out the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guffaw. It was a guffaw. I'll take it. So uh, yeah. anyway, so, um, yeah. Thank yeah, you guys so, for for right. all the just all the all the entertainment and joy that you've been bringing to us in this harrowing and ridiculous time that we're yes. living in. Yeah. Yes, it's nice to feel uh, less uh, isolated and alone. You know, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And it, Holy fuck! It's nice, but it, you know, yeah, that's, it's nice to know that that's yeah. how one you, of these days we're gonna do a live show with yeah. like somewhere on location. You know, yeah. and and that's that's like I'm looking at 2024. Just at the rate. We're coming for you. That's right. Just 2024. We do our live show in like a shack. <laughs> totally. It's or gonna be band, like like an abandoned factory or something. Yeah. Be like where we live. <laughs> VR cameras, like yep. just broadcasting it to your phone wherever yeah, you're yeah. sitting. And there's some like off in the distance. There's a very creepy, creepy sounding yeah. banjo playing. Like it's just. <laughs> We're in some anyway. little, we're in one of those like random sewer uh, rooms, like sewer break rooms or some shit. Oh yeah, because <laughs> we got to go oh. underground. I mean, you know, we just become more locks. <laughs> oh. 
So anyway, again, yes, thanks for participating. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, when we return, uh, it'll be later, but for you, it'll be next week.